Greetings and welcome to There Will Be Dungeons. That's right, TWBD, for the weekend of August 21st, 2021. We're really happy to be here. Uh, my name is Scott Johnson. I'm here with John Jagger. Of course, our uh, pre- preeminent DM, Mr. Kyle Ferguson. Kristen Ashton, who really is the heart of the team. Maybe the baby will make a noise here or there, and that's awesome too. But we also have a special guest today. His name is Bo Schwartz. And he's back with Hi, us. everyone. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Bo's back. And because of that, we're really excited and uh, happy to tell you that, boy, if you had a little tea right now, you could really be paying attention to this show and uh, just be all chipper and ready to rock. So head on over to phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD and take a look at our teas today. All right. Without further ado, I toss it over to Kyle, who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, we made our way through the three-month period while the city was transformed like a gold rush. Adventurers from all over the world, all over the kingdom, have traveled to the sleepy town of Atomer to take part in the silver quests now available. The Governor's Square, almost a fourth of the town, has been walled off, overtaken with underdark monsters, with holes everywhere leading to the below full of dungeons, full of peril, full of treasure, and most importantly, experience for all those some 162 silver adventurers who have descended on the city of Atomer. This has led to some uh, slums developing, in fact, or tent towns outside as adventurers have set up their tiny huts or their various accommodations. They've bought up buildings in the area, shops, from across the kingdom have moved in, displacing some of our old favorites, like Goggle's Granny is now struggling next to things like the Spelunk King and Tiny Trinkets, Grumpy Staff, and the Lazy Rings. However, that is not today's story, for our heroes are still on probation. The Delvers still not allowed to take any quests as Cassius, the former guild lead, is under investigation. We go today to a building right outside the governor's square wall by the newly erected Academy Marketplace, a building labeled the Daily Quest newspaper. Inside, machines hum. Large industrial printing presses slam up and down, creating the daily newspapers and pamphlets that go out. They contain a front page with the important notes of the day, uh, noting what sort of dungeons have been discovered, what uh, who may have perished, who may have succeeded. It also contains advertisements for things like Spelunk King, as well as a rather scandalous ad, Resurrection, for a massive 25,000 gold pieces. There's several articles. There's a letters to the editor section, the dungeon report where it lists which dungeons have been cleared recently. A1 through A12 have all been defeated. The C dungeons, past the Bs, as we descend downwards, are starting to be investigated. There's also a classified section for people who might be looking for another adventurer for their party or for certain items or putting together raids to investigate those Underdark dungeons. But the daily quest today is all a buzz as three more individuals have disappeared. Three silver adventurers have not returned from their quest at the C4 dungeon. Enters in Kilovin Sininsky, a male tiefling, and he holds up a piece of paper. 
and says, we got them. We got their names. It's Voodoo, Zigzag, and Iron Monkey, all perished in C4. Across the table, smoking a large cigar with one of those sort of uh, 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 poker visors on, slams it down, puts it out, and goes, ah! His name, James Chroma Cramonson. Goes by Chroma. Ah! Well, that story's not going to be any good. We need to get something real in here. Well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do, boss? I don't know. I don't know. This, this town's falling apart. We need to get a real story. We need to get some real heroes to talk about. Allison LaGrange? Yes, sir? Head on over to the Dungeon Guild. See what you can dig up. Zaninsky, get me the best. He puts a cigar back his mouth. Get me Dumblework Raisin Bunch. <laughs> Two days later, the door opens, and standing inside of it is Dumbled Work of Raisin Bunch. Bo Schwartz, would you like to describe your character? In walks a halfling, standing all of three and a half feet, old, large beard hanging in front, and uh, hair growing out from the back underneath his top hat. He's got darty, flitty little eyes and lots of, you know, brownish liver spots on his old uh, wrinkled skin. He He's puffing on a cigar. On his, he's wearing a leather uh, leather jerkin and, and like dungarees, and he's got well worn boots, a backpack, and in his hand a large duffel bag. There's also a loot strapped to his back, and he goes, <clears throat> "I heard you called for me. I asked for the best. Are you the best, son? Don't ask me questions like that. Is there a gig to write a report or not? Yeah." We're we're in need of a uh, we're in need of some work around here. We're in need of a dungeon correspondent. See, the city's all in turmoil. The city's run dry. We've got too many too many little stories going on. We need a big scoop to sell to the kingdom. I need you to investigate these Delver types I've been hearing all about. Uh, papers, uh, poorly written papers, are cropping up all over town. Written by one Fanny Fortune. She keeps uh, writing weird stories about three adventurers. We've connected them to three silvers who are currently grounded from adventure. Uh, that would be, uh, uh, we got a uh, Splendor Belt, Crandall the Efficient Splendor Belt, Grinkeeper the Defender, and Spiros One-Shot. I want you to look them up. I want you to see what they're doing. Uh, Sininsky, the paper. Ah, here we are. I've got a question for you. Are you sure three dungeoneers on 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 probationary leave are the best story for your leading dungeon correspondence material? Ah, see, that's what you think. But however, however, we got this fresh from the guild. Paid off a little ratman down there. It's a prophecy of sorts. Says. Uh, Two of light, one of shadow, uh, of love and gold. When aligned, they shall awaken Atomer to cleanse the dark or light the way for those who follow. Seems there's a bit of a scandal going on. We gotta get to the bottom of this. The guild isn't letting in the three that are gonna defeat the dungeon. We want to know why. Oh, I see. There's there's a nugget of, of a good story here. Okay. Uh, all right, Mr. Chroma. Um, you are a newspaper man. 
I am. Mm. Well, very good. It's important. I don't much get with the face tomes these days or the social parchment. It, then the kids like them, but they're not here to replace the good newspapers of today. Ah, of course, of course. You're one of the purists, I see. I also hear you got a special a special device for us. Uh, do us well. Would you like a demonstration? Very much so. Is your printing press able to process such photographicals? Uh, we, we have a projector. We're going to shine it on down, and we'll make the wood carving there. Okay, so he clears his throat, <clears throat> and then he taps his foot on the duffel bag, and then I cast my class feature called... Uh, oh, give me a second... It's new, all new to me. It is called, where are you? Animating performance. As an action, I can target a large or smaller non-magical item I see within 30 feet and animate it. And so the duffel bag opens up as part of this display and what spews forth is a large wood and glass camera. But it doesn't look like a camera. It looks like a magical contraption and it has all these arms and there's crystals on it and the crystals kind of rotate around the camera and the camera animates up and floats up behind my shoulder. Would you care for your photograph, sir? A photograph? You mean, you mean a photographical? Excuse me. Uh, very good, very good. Okay, just one second. And then so I control the camera so it goes up and all the crystals align. And then I go, say cheese. What? Do you not have cheese in this town? Oh, we got cheese? We're not familiar with this saying from the big city. Oh, what do you say here in um, Itzema? We say, hold real still. This takes a long time. Hey, say, hold real still now. Oh, it takes a long time. Hold real still. It takes a long time. What are you getting at? I'm going to take your photographical. Very good. There we go. And then, and then so from, from with a wave of my hand, I snap, and then a large flash in, in rainbow colors appears. And blinds everyone. Not really. And they go, it's done. What's done? Nothing happened. The photographic, well, I must take the crystal to development. It's not going to be ready right away. These things take time. But once the crystal is processed, we'll have a photographical. I see, I see. You're the best recommended, so I'm going to trust you in this. Well, you got three individuals to interview here. And we're going to be sending you out. I want you to get something good. I want you to get something juicy from these three. They're so-called uh, destined to save the whole town. I want to know why they're not allowed to go down there anymore. Okay, destined to save town. Not allowed to go down to the dungeon. Now, would I have heard of this dungeon by repute? Or am I, you know, am I, <laughs> am I like, you know, what I've heard of this? Is this a world... Um, this is world news, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty big news. Basically, if you were to do it in MMO terms, there mm -hmm. is a lot of low-level quests throughout the world. However, mm. there is the Vampire Nation pressing in on the kingdom, which is rather Gold League, about level uh, 10 to 15. There's not okay. been a lot in the world that has threatened the silver ranks, about 7 to 10 levels. So the fact that there is a massive mega dungeon that has opened up under a city is big, big news and big, big money. Uh, if there's a story here, I'll find it. I'll expect payment either way. Of course, of course. We'll pay you based on how many sales we get, as well as, of course, a, a, a retainer's fee for your business here, how many days it takes you. We, we hear you'll find Crandall Splendorbelt, the efficient, up on his farm most of the time. Uh, 
that that co-fella, one-shot, he tends to be around a little bit. We know he's got a house in the south of Atomer. However, he also works the streets. He's a he's a feral catcher. And then uh, this, catcher. this grinkeeper, she is uh, spotted walking out of the finishing school sometimes in the evening. Walks around the streets doing good deeds or something silly like that. Oh, very good. He's noting this down as you're saying it. He's got a note, notepad, a parchment out, and, and, a, and it's quill. And he's just jotting down furiously. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's like chewing on nothing. All right, get yourself out of here. We got work to do. And give me those names again. A voodoo zigzag iron monkey. A fearless feudalist was earlier uh, shepherd. And uh, Ibis. Ibis was the other one. Died, all died in C4. Voodoo zigzag and, and iron monkey. Did I get that right? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the, the C4 deaths. C4 deaths. Were they related to these guys? Well, you see, if there's someone who's able to uh, clean up some of these dungeons, we don't need. We can report that nobody needs to die. See, if we got ourselves, if we got ourselves a destined group that's going to close all the dungeons for us, there's no reason for uh, ill-timed deaths in the adventurers. Very good. I'm pointing me in the direction to where I can find them. Oh, those three? There's a dead. They're all dead underground. You're oh, no, no. For the lively ones. The live ones, yes. The, not the dead ones. Rest in uh, peace and all that. Uh, uh, Jasmine Haybaugh, give give this man a map. Give this man a map around town. A tabaxi with beautiful, luscious black fur walks up to you and hands you a map. She Thank gives you, a little bow. Thank you, Justin. And you'll see the map there in the Discord for yourself. Map and Discord! I'm excited. Oh, wow. A lot of printing press. To, oh, thank you. All right. <clears throat> so you head out into the street. You mm-hmm. exit the Daily Quest newspaper building. You find yourself at the main kind of four corners junction of Atomer. Across from you is a large wooden stage that is proclaiming the values and uh, riches to be earned below ground as people are ushered in through a large gate into the walled district. Many of them look rather excited. Many are emerging with sacks of gold and talking about their experience of the, of the day. Looking down the street, way down the street, you see the Chimera Guild. Up the street, you see the finishing school. And all around labeled are the various uh, houses sure. and places here in Atomer. Very good. Mm. So, I mean, he thinks to himself, I don't really know much about these fine three folk. I guess I'll just go through them, whichever one's nearest for these old legs. That way, I plot a route so that my le- my knees can handle, you know, the least amount of walking. So if on this map it looks like um, the shortest walk is Green Keeper's, I think, and then the oh no, Coe's house is the other way. Oh, dread! My poor <laughs> knees. All right, Coe's house is the nearest, so I'll go to Coe's house because if my legs give out, I'll be able to find my hotel. You know, maybe wait another day. That would be what he was thinking, right? So, I had south brain, and then oh, as as I left too, I also uh, flourished extravagantly. With my with my arms, the little show, an old man show, and the camera went back into the duffel bag. So I've got the duffel bag again in my hand, and my backpack, and my loot, in my backpack, and my hat, and my cigarette or my cigar, and I'm walking down the road. Good morning. 
Fine day, isn't it? I'm saying hello to all the people in the town. And there are several townsfolk about, though the streets are dominated by these adventurers, a cornucopia of bizarre different weaponry and classes and races all walk by you as you make your way south. And you get into kind of the outside the Chimera Guild with its great, you know, red shingles on top, its wooden structure, its grand kind of backyard area, which is a training ground for it. There's a couple shops around here, but you see that some of them closed up recently in favor of the more well-established Academy Market that is set up right, south, right outside the Governor's Square. But you hang a left and you start heading towards where you were told Co One Shot's house was. Co One Shot. Did you call him Ciprios at one point, or is that an old name? Uh, Spiros. Spiros. Sorry, was Ciprios. I think that's a real S- name. slippery hose. <laughs> yeah, slippery hose. Okay, old, so old I make my way hose. to Co's. How do do I? I recognize it from where it's marked on the map, I imagine. Exactly. So you're given some directions here to find him as uh, this information was gathered during a certain payoff of a rat man, it was said. The mm, guild. Rat man. Payoff of rat man. Peculiar. All right. I walk straight up to the house. Uh, just, you know, no. I don't got time for messing about. We got to get down to business. So I just walk straight to the house and knock on the door. Hello. <clears throat> Mr. Co. One shot. Code, there's a knock on your door. Resigned, Co will go over and throw open the door. Look, I've told you we're not renting out the house. I know it's close to the guild. Oh, down I know here! It's convenient. Down here. Oh, we're <laughs> not renting out the house. It's it's not negotiable. I don't care how much gold you're offering. We're not interested. Oh, that, Thank pardon you. Pardon me. Let me interrupt you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for your house. I've been sent on behalf of the Daily Quest. I'm a dungeon correspondent. I'm here to talk to you about your adventures. Oh. Uh. Is this your first time speaking to, to the press? Yes. Oh. Can May I come in? I don't know if I should talk to you. I don't know if civility has changed around these parts, but it's customary when a caller comes to invite them in for some tea and refreshments. Provide them a place for their knees to sit down at the very least while we discuss this. I've had quite a journey to... I'm quite famished. Not that you should feed me, but please allow me to sit down. Okay, it kind of sounds like you want me to feed you. (laughs) <laughs> Do you have any extra, uh, just some bread or some some small morsels? Okay. If you have some, come on in. If this can be quick, it's what time is it, Kyle? It would be morning, mm, so it's time you- for second breakfast. <clears throat> <laughs> of course, mm. Co will let him in. All right, and I'll come in. I'll just you know I won't clean my boots off or anything like that. I'll just stomp right in with my stompers, walk in, look around. Is it nice, Kyle? It's small, but quaint. There are still quite a few boxes piled up, and the uh, kind of carpet bag suitcases are all still quite full. But the kitchen has been you know, emptied enough that there's pans out, and you see some various spices and garlics hanging from the above in the kitchen area, and you see a half-elf woman walking around. And she, oh, uh, we have a, a guest? Uh, is this one of your um, business partners? 
No, oh, this oh, is... Shot uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. What did you say your name was? Ah, sorry. let me introduce myself. I am Dumbledwalk of Raisin Bunch, dungeon correspondent on assignment from the Daily Quest. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, milady. Reporter oh. of some kind. I will take oh. out uh, the palm for the Ashante bit. Oh, and, and she takes she takes your hand. I, I give a beardy kiss to the hand. Oh, you must be from the kingdom. Oh, uh, well, you're welcome. Uh, the, the paper just opened up here. I'm, I'm really excited to see. I'll, I'll prepare some tea and some snacks. Yes, I've come to speak to your uh, husband. Yes. About yes. about um, his adventuring. Oh, well, he does have a lot of adventures. Uh, he's very busy recently, but I'll let you all talk. One shot and enjoy your talk. Thank you. So, um, adventuring can be quite a serious matter. Maybe not fit for the household sometimes, depending on where. If you'd like to retire to a study or somewhere more private where your wife isn't available to hear. Not that it's uh, because she's a woman or anything like that. These are modern times and all. Just she's your family, and maybe you keep those things separate. Well, as, as you can see, we're still unpacking, so this is really the only room we have at the moment available. Very good. Oh, okay. Um, well, I look around for a seat. Fit for a halfling, preferably. There's, uh, a, <laughs> there, there's a seat, uh, and Co will kind of... <laughs> move a box over nearby and <laughs> I like John's it. reaction on this he's like what the it's a fake world but he's like I'm so irritated <laughs> I'm getting, like, uh... okay great. so um I got, can I sit in the seat yeah Co offers the seat and sits Thank on you, a Co. box and you are Co Spiros uh, one shot with the guild and adventuring matters mm, an adventuring handle Yes, as is customary with all silvers. Um, do you mind if we stop now? I'm quite informal about my questions. Do you need anything? Uh, no, I think starting now is great. The sooner the better. Great. Okay. So, um, again, I'm um, Dumbledwalk of Raisin Bunch, and I've been tasked to write an article about you and your companions. And you're my first visit. Okay. Uh, why us specifically? Well, it seems that <clears throat> the, the, the Daily Quest has taken quite an interest in your particular situation. From what I've been told, you are, um, um, you've been prevented from um, uh, taking any dungeon assignments in spite of being capable of adventurers. Uh, Would you care to share some details about that with me? Uh, that's true. Um, they're currently preventing us from taking assignments, though we've, I've, I've found other ways to stay busy in the meantime. Okay. Uh, can you care to elaborate on that, Sabal? What do you mean when you say you can't take any adventures, adventures no more? Oh, well, uh, Cassius, the head of the guild, um, I guess, uh, I guess they're doing some form of investigation on him. I don't know much about it, um, but because we worked so closely with him, they would prefer us not getting involved in any assignments. Any relation to you and one of the parties, case of nepotism? Uh, no, not that I know of, actually. Um, I just know that, you know, we he gave us assignments, but as far as I know, he did that for a lot of people. 
some kind of perceived corruption, perhaps? Um, splitting the, the spoils and loot too much one way? Uh, I don't really know if I want to go on record of saying that I think that corruption might be involved. On record? It's the daily quest. I'll, the, the listeners, or the readers would like to know um, about the adventurers that they hear tales of. Okay. There must be some you... reason that we have to tell them. And preferably it'd be the truth. Okay, well the truth as far as I know it is there's an investigation into Cassius. And as a result, we're not allowed to take contracts at the moment. So it's this Cassius then that's the problem you're saying i don't think cassius is a problem exactly i just think that you know he was the head of the guild it's quite unusual to have a guild leader be suspended in such a way and be investigated do you know why sorry was did you did he say why and i'm just forgetting (laughs) no no he Uh, hasn't he hasn't told you yet anything mm -hmm. along that line so is there any particular reason why you wouldn't want to share uh, no. Um, if perhaps you're uncertain about unsharing, because it's a difficult subject, um, I have means by which that I can help you speak the truth more easily if it doesn't come naturally to you. Would you be interested in such an option? What are you talking about? Uh, magical spells that help people divulge the truth. I fully disclose it and do not do it in secret, but if you're reticent about doing such things, it can sometimes help tell an important detail uh, under magical influence. I merely offer it as a a means to make this conversation easier. That sounds more like an interrogation than a conversation. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this story for the listeners, uh, for the readers of the Daily Quest who are very interested in the... Did they not explain this to you when you became a hero, that the people would be interested in knowing your stories? Well, it's important. I mean, What's a war without people to tell tale of the war? Stories I always heard were just kind of fantastical tales in books, not really news reports. News reports are a little. Dry. Have you not read the Daily Quest? Have you not read the 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 Times of Legs End? I don't know what that is. What about adventure uh, tales? Is that a real thing? <laughs> Do you not read. No, I read. I just... I don't read, apparently, what you think I should be reading. Do you know what a newspaper is? Yeah, I've seen the paper. I just don't read the paper. Well, there we go. That's why you fail to see its importance. When you see or hear of high-tier adventurers... uh, What's the highest tier, Kyle? Oh, this would be third diamond. Third Third gold tier? Like what's the what's the highest mm-hmm. tier in the lands platinum? of guilds? Like was it platinum or? Oh, ruby. Ruby would be mm. the 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 highest highest. But they're like astral adventurers. Okay, but they but Co would know of a ruby tier. Like it, yeah, I, it, I just want to use the correct nomenclature on the tiers. So, that's all. So the so the, the the absolute level twenty is that's emerald tier. You got ruby and then platinum, gold, and silver. So you're talking mm. about third tier. You're talking to a third tier adventurer right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm so. But you've certainly heard of some ruby-tier adventurers. How do you suppose their stories become known? I don't know. They write them down in a book. 
Yes, and this is my such profession. Uh, I'm, I am a dungeon correspondent. I write of the adventures and tales of people who go on adventures so that others may know of their exploits. Uh, I, for a modest fee, I can join your party and write down the tales and document and even take photographicals of them. But that's not why I'm here today. I'm, I'm, okay. I am been hired by the Daily Quest to find out why three um, up-and-coming stars, from what I can tell of the dungeoneering, uh, have, have, have been waylaid. And it sounds as though this Cassius is under investigation for, for what I do not know. And you are hesitant to tell me. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you what I don't know. I don't know why Cassius is being investigated. Oh, oh. Um, can I insight check that, please? Sure. Um, I'm getting a read on this reticence. Is it genuine reticence, or is there is there more to it? That's all. You I'm have just, just you have just full leave today to roll against characters. Oh snap! Uh, skill check PVP in the house. All right, <laughs> that's an insight check, right? Uh, I rolled a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see the dice? Uh, a big natty? Yeah, a natty. It's a natty 20. It's 30. 30 okay, is a well, roll. You, but... you still get a deception check. Yeah, it's a contest. Is it a course. deception? I don't oh, yeah, really it's a know why he's lying or why he's investigated. All right, it's a 10. Yeah. Okay. I do know I'm not telling the full truth, I guess. Oh, we so. can roll in, in the thing? I saw your roll. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that was... It's been a while. Awesome. So what's my gut read uh, on on this? More to the story? or uh, That I'm definitely withholding details. Yeah, that's all. I just wanted a gut, a gut check. Well, I see perhaps you're taking a little bit of back. Where, um, where's that refreshment? <laughs> um, likely packed in a box. Look, I, I hope he likes potatoes, by the way. I really brunch. hope you like uh, potatoes. As you can see, we're a little busy uh, oh, moving into I'm fr- a new I'm house. I'm Raven Bunch. I mean, people like that make that mistake commonly. Oh, okay, my my mistake. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. We just moved into a new home, and uh, oh. there's this whole business with the guild, and they keep me up pretty late hunting uh, feral elves and the like. So, I really don't know if now's a great time. I can call again. It doesn't have to be today. Um, I don't mean to pressure you. I just, in the press world, time is of the interest. By the time a story is interesting, it can drop like a hotcake in days. I have to get this down in parchment as soon as possible. But very good. Would you consent to a photographical for the Daily Quest? At the very least, we can put your photo in the ledger of heroes. Sure. Why not? Okay, so um, I tap uh, the, the the duffel bag. I, I tap with my. I give it like a, it's like a like a kick, and from it the camera floats out with all the crystals that I described earlier. Uh, how would would you like to be standing or sitting? I think I'm in the one chair. If you prefer a seated photo, photographical. Uh, no, standing is fine. Okay, well I will get up and I will conduct the camera, kind of going like this, like. You know, just sort of trying to get a sense of, you know, getting him in the shot. And the the, the camera floats around, and, and, and then I say, um, say, Arcane. Arcane. And then a big flash comes up. Perfect. That was a great photo. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and then the, the 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 camera device enters back into the duffel bag and it closes up like a Ghostbusters trap. And then I pick it up and I go, "Would you have my permission to call on you tomorrow? Perhaps you'll feel better then after you've settled a bit in your new home. Lovely if home, you, by the way." Thank you. If you need anything, sure, you can feel free to stop by. Okay. Well, have a pleasant day, and tell your lovely wife, lovely wife, it was great to meet her. Thank you. And you find yourself back on the street pretty quickly. You're heading back mm. down, you're heading west at the moment, and you're going to walk by the Chimera Guild, the dungeon guild of this town where these adventurers are employed, as well as the proud-faced Pelorian Temple. Is there any additional stops you'd like to make? Mm-hmm. Nope, straight to business. Let's go who's closest. I see Ko's house. Greenkeeper's on the other side of town. And where is Splendorbelt? Splendorbelt is up in the far right oh, of the map. He's oh. outside of town in a farmland. All right. I'd like to make a side trip, please. Um, okay. I want to find out what the taxi taxiing uh, services are in town. <laughs> um, so do I see, like, uh, you know, carriages in the city? Do I see people getting funnel, uh, brought around in carriages and things of that nature comfortable driving? Or do you have to have your own vehicle or <laughs> horse vehicle here? There's lots of, you know, poles on poles set upside the building so you can tie a horse outside there. But you do see quite a few carts being pulled all by centaurs in town and people mm. kind of wave a hand and a centaur pulls up just unchains themselves and undoes their vest to the cart and then helps them into are they the like cart rickshaw they drivers way. but se- okay hang on i'll, I'll it, ask them. i like to flag one down i try to flag one down very good you quickly flag one down all right um excuse me down here <clears throat> hello um uh, do you are you a, a, a taxi service in Yes, I am Allspice. Would you like a ride? Is your name Allspice? The very same. Oh, lovely name. Yes, yes, please. I'd like a ride to um, the Laren Ipikir Finishing School. What sort of dreadful name is that? I can't pronounce it, but the school, please. Very good. And he How helps much you up co- in... Well, well. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I've asked the question. He just pulls me up. So I, I think this worked out. <laughs> Basically, puts you in the card. It's going to be five silver Whoa! pieces for your journey. Five gold pieces? Silver. 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 All right. I think I have and, that. And he rides up through town and takes you up to the finishing school, the Loran Ilfelkir finishing school. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful ground. You see sort of a main school complex. And off to the side, what looks like dormitories. And all about the gardens, you see various ladies, young ladies, having lunch, various picnics. There's a large fountain that kind of dominates the the center area through a gate as the road pulls up around the fountain where it would deposit visitors and travelers. However, the gate is closed today. Hmm. Can you wait here, Allspice? For more journeys, for more pay, yes. Well, if the person I'm seeking is not here, I have a second location I'd like to visit. So, um, what's what, what, would your, what would your services for the day cost? I will attend to you for one gold piece this day. Mm, very good. And I ask I no questions. Do you issue receipts? I work for the Daily Quest newspaper. You can. I just wish to have a receipt. Do you do receipts? I can procure a 
Um, just I take out a piece of parchment. And I'm like, just put. Can you stamp and and an ink pad? And I put the ink pad down. And I'm like, just stamp your hoof and mark it here. Uh, I'm capable of signatures, and he oh. writes his oh. name. Excuse me. Different cities, different customs. I must have confused this with um, Legzend. Very good. So, so um, for you. yeah. Um, thank you, all spice. <laughs> that making me laugh. Um, uh, what? Do, so, is there a, a bell? Some, I look around for ringing apparatus or you know tension apparatus at the gate. Yeah, the gate's kind of like a, a pull aside on wheels, currently closed. You don't see any any attendants out front. I yell out. Hello, and then I'll give a knock on the, the thing just to see if uh, one of the young ladies rises up. She's wearing a very kind of tight front dress with a small hat off to the side, ringed with feathers. Uh, her her dress kind of goes back in the large buttocks type of the Victorian era, and it kind of mm. bounces as she heads over to you. Uh, uh, hello, a visitor. Um, hello, down here. Oh yes. Hello, I'm 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 from the Daily Quest newspaper, and I'm here to see one of your 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 adventuring students, I believe. Well, we don't have adventurers here. This is a finishing school. So, uh, just so I'm correct, they pointed me in this direction, I believe. They gave put us beyond the map here. There's uh, supposed to be an Evelyn Greenkeeper here. Uh, Lady Vestal? And she calls out, and a, and a very kind of hawkish-looking <laughs> woman in a dark dress of the same very make heads over. Uh, yes? What is this? I may please speak with Evelyn Greenkeeper. I'm from the Daily Quest newspaper. I'm a dungeon correspondent, and I'm here to interview uh, her about her recent adventures. Evelyn. Yes? <sighs> She's back in town, then. I, I know not. I'm here for, on behalf of the newspaper. I'd like to speak with her about the dunger, the adventuring life. It's how legends are born. Does she go to school here? Lady Vestal walks over to the gate, kind of pulls it to the side, and steps out. Walk with me a moment, won't you? Oh, but not too fast, please. Uh, very well. At your pace, sir. In fact, can we sit down? I'm... I'm I'm quite old, you know. I'm not young anymore. A seat would be great. And do you have any refreshments at this school? Will you join us then at our picnic then, sir? Oh, sounds wonderful. Yes, I haven't had second breakfast, so this will make a good first lunch. Ladies, we will be joined by one... Your name, sir? Uh, Dumbledwark of Raisin Bunch. Mr. Dumbledwark will be not joining us. Not to be confused us. of Dumbledwark of Lens Legs End. Of course. If you may. And it's a rather delightful spread, all all kind of cut up, pre-cut up in finger food, so nothing would possibly end up on the cheeks or have to be bitten with any sort of mm, uh, gusto. Mm, mm, mm. Scrumptious. Ladies, please, return to the school. I'll be with you shortly. We shall, I shall have my picnic here with a Mr. of Raisin Bunch. <laughs> you can call me Dumbledwark. <laughs> I just say that to not be confused with Dumbledwark of Legs End. It's very good, Mr. Dumbledwark. 
One, uh, Evelyn, <clears throat> Lady Blackwood, is mm-hmm. currently on the school grounds in a sort. Lady Blackwood? Who's who's Lady Blackwood? Uh, th- this would be Evelyn, the Grinkeeper. Seek. Oh, it is an alias. If you would like, I can fetch her. If you could perhaps provide me some sort of distraction for the girls. A distraction of what kind? Well, I must attend to the fountain you see in order to fetch your um, curiosity. Ah, okay. Um, Well, have you heard of a photographical? Uh, Yes, the silver plates that were taken at the bronze ball. We are familiar with this. Well, well, very good. Then how about I take um, your students and make a photographical of them as a class thing? I'll have the Daily Quest develop it and free of charge. Very, very fine. Thank you. Girls? And she calls over the girls and has them all line up and she faces them away from the fountain. And as you lay out the picture, you hear a great kind of clunking, but you manage to maintain their eyes. And behind the girls to the fountain, you see that the bottom has drained out and the base has descended into steps and Lady Vessel descends down. That's from the fountain. The fountain has a stairwell, a back cave. Exactly. Style. Awesome. And then I assume the stu- none of the girls see this while they're doing it. Exactly. They're absorbed in your photograph. They're all giggling, and you manage to maintain them. I say, um, say, behold the droppings. Ew! No giggle and gaggle. About- <laughs> I'm being a charming old halfling. You know, there's a bunch of young ladies around, and uh, I'm just I'm trying to I'm just having a good old time doing this, anyways. Grinkeeper, below the fountain, you have gained access to the Loran base, but we will talk about that another time. Lady Vestal arrives at the door, and you are brought up above. Would you be wearing your adventuring gear, or would you put on a lady's dress for the occasion? She would put on a lady's dress. She understands the importance of presentation, after all. So soon after the photograph is taken, the girls all giggling amongst themselves, very excited to see in the paper. They're all giving you their names so that they can see their own name mm, in the paper yes, below I'm the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, uh, Nell, Nell Lord, Lydia Evans, Susanna Horgan, uh, Susie Susanna Levy. Susanna Horgan. <laughs> the, the names proceed in, in, in big piles, and eventually you see Lady Vestal emerge from the fountain. She's brought with her this one Grinkeeper. Lady Vessel comes and gathers the girls and ushers you and the Grinkeeper to sit down at the picnic once again. Ah, finally some rest for my feet. It's okay as far as picnic tables go. Uh, hello. I am Dumbledwalk of Raisin Bunch. Hi, I'm Evelyn Blackwood. Hmm, have you heard of the Daily Quest newspaper? Uh, yes, actually. Oh, good. Because your companion didn't seem to know what that was. Oh, Splendor Belt? He doesn't know much about anything. He knows no. a lot about potatoes, though. No, I haven't seen Splendor Belt. I, I meant um, Co. One Shot. Mr. One Shot. Oh, I wouldn't have expected that. Hmm. He, was, he was very reticent to speak with me. Do you know, do you know why I'm here? Uh, no. Well... Adventurers have legends made of them, and those legends get told in the newspaper. Not in Facetome, only that social apartment. The girls here don't do that, do they? Uh, you'd have to ask them. 
I really recommend against it. You should stick to the good old printing press newspaper. Uh, regardless, um, I've heard tale that there are three adventurers who are barred from adventuring. And it's due to this investigation by one called Cassius. Oh, yeah, he's innocent. Oh, is he now? Of what? I don't know what they're looking into it for. They just oh. got upset or something. And who is they? Uh, the guild. The guild got upset. Over what? I don't know. There was the attack at the bronze ball, and then the guild got upset, and we've been grounded since. Okay, well, I don't mean to be so hostile. It's not interrogation. I'm not a, I'm not a member of the city guard. Is there anything you'd like to tell of the tale, that your side of the story? Uh, I mean, Cassius was a hero. He's always been really good to us. Uh, pay and everything has been great. Good quests, fun quests. Mm. Uh, he, uh, he actually, I had cursed items on from Snake Island. We don't remember mm. Snake Island, but he got the curses off my items. So I get to use them, which is pretty cool. So he's skilled in witchcraft then. He's able to remove curses. Yeah, I don't know. I had to shut my eyes. It was pretty crazy. But, what class uh, is he? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't really know what any class anybody is. I didn't even know what I was until about a week ago. Hmm. What class are you? A paladin. Oh, fancy. There were quite a lot of paladins back in the war. But before your time. What war? There are, um, a very, um, typically a very... A great one. A sturdy bunch. You know, very principled. <laughs> sure, great. yeah. I'd say I'm pretty sturdy. Yeah? Well, tell me about yourself, Evelyn. I mean, as much as I want to know about the story, it's also about learning more about... Do you have an adventurer's name? What's your band name? A, a Grinkeeper the Defender. Oh, okay. Grinkeeper the Defender. But uh, the name of your group, too. Oh, the Darkest Elvers. Darkest Elvers. Hmm. Great name. And what makes you so dark? Uh, the fact that we went underground for our first quest, and that's how this all got started. Ah, uh, um, uh, <laughs> I, I sort of, this is me feigning, like, you know, oh, because it's dark and you're dark. Like, mm, okay. <laughs> I'm a newspaper guy. And I'm like, okay, I see the, uh, mm, mm. um, and tell me about yourself I'm, that I can share with our readership. I am a paladin. I am ready to get down and close this dungeon. Oh, but about yourself, I mean, like, where did you grow up? And what made you want to be a paladin? And what sorts of things do you do while you're on an adventure? Well, to the questions, I grew up in the city. I am I'm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. coming out with this. Uh, my parents found out recently, so it's still kind of new. But anyway, it's the last name Blackwood. I'm the only heir to the Blackwood fortune. Uh, I didn't know I was a paladin until a few years ago. And three months ago, I started adventuring. And when we go on an adventure, we usually eat potatoes and we fight monsters. Sometimes we help little weird critters who don't know English too well, but they do know weird noises like... And pop. Hmm. Ah, ah. Okay. Well, sounds like you're having a grand old time uh, getting into the adventuring life, and you know, 
as an ex-adventurer myself, I, I totally understand back in my day, you know, the thrill of going into a dungeon and clearing it out and bringing back all the treasure. That's... Um, I envy you and uh, that you're on the beginning of that journey and now no longer and haven't become a decrepit newspaper man. Um, well, uh, I, I would like to know more about this tale. You, you understand um, this tale of why you're not allowed to pursue your dream. Oh, we're still pursuing it. We just oh. have to wait a little bit. Are you adventuring against the guild rules? Uh, there are no rules that say I have to stay on the school grounds. No, not not, not about school. I mean, about the guild. Is, if, if you don't have a permit for adventuring, are you allowed to adventure? Well, if it's not an adventure, per se. My understanding from um, my sources is that you're prohibited from taking on dungeons, uh, dungeon assignments. Well, yes, but there are lots of different types of assignments. And not all of them are purely assignments. Sometimes you're just going for a walk and something is happening and you stop the thing from happening and that's the end. Are you on an assignment now? No. Off the record, you can tell me. No. <laughs> okay, I want to read that reaction. <laughs> insight <laughs> on that reaction. Uh, I think if I have expertise on insight, actually, so because I'm an investigative reporter, that's a 19 and a 4 plus 12, so 19, uh, 32. Wow. All right, what'd you get on deception, Grinkeeper? Oh, she's not deceiving anyone. Or 31, sorry, 31. She has to still roll, right? Well, not if she's actually deceiving then, so this would be, then do a persuasion. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's 18. like a contested rule. 18. So, uh, do I believe that? That she's not on an adventure right now? Or does my gut tell me that she most certainly is? She has uh, suggested uh, that she walks, perhaps, the city and helps those in need. But she is not undertaking exact adventures. But you also get the feeling that uh, when it this, this brawny young woman in her lady's dress may not be the brightest. Mm, mm. Oh, can I intuit the, the strength score of this uh, person? Uh, <laughs> or the, the intelligence score? I mean, intelligence score with, the, with an additional roll. Yeah, well, you got a 34 there? A 31. Yeah. 31. Yeah, so, so, uh, so I just so I, I don't know if I'm supposed to share but, but just stuff so people know I'm not full of shit, but I'm a bard. I have expertise and insight. Um yeah, so it's just the role's ridiculous. No, absolutely. You give her a look up and down. She's maxed out on strength. This this young okay. girl at the finishing school is well prepared for battle. So I, I'm getting the impression that, you know, she's probably being forthcoming. Maybe, she, like, everyone has secrets. I mean, I'm an investigative journalist. I, I, I've i written tons of stories about adventurers. They always cover up their, their darker sides. Getting to it takes time. I'm not going to find it in the afternoon. And so with this thought, I say, um, I wonder if uh, I could ask you uh, something of a personal favor, perhaps, to consider. Don't, don't need an answer now, but I mentioned that I was once an adventurer like you, and, um, well, uh, sometimes as part of dungeon corresponding, one goes on adventures with, with dungeoneers to get them in action and take photographicals of them. Would you be interested in inviting me on, on an ad, a, upcoming adventure so I could document and share the tale of your adventures with our readership? 
Oh, you know what? That would be a great idea. Because somebody mentioned at the bronze ball, we should start doing that. God, he wouldn't shut up. It was Dee Dee. I talked about it so much, but you know, it's a cool idea because you want to actually capture the memories, right? It's good to have a bard or correspondent from a well-known newspaper document your adventure. How else are the people going to find out about your legend? If you plan on rising in the ranks, it takes a lot more than simply clearing dungeons. You'll have to get an agent. You'll have to get talk to the newspapers, and you'll probably even have to deal with social parchment. I'm afraid. Grinkeeper kind of goes cross-eyed with all that information about rising in the ranks, because up to this point, it's just been fighting monsters. So she kind of just slowly nods. Well, would you think about it and perhaps discuss it with Ko? I'd be be very grateful. uh, Yeah, I don't see why not. Well, very good. I I think I should visit the last member of your party just for questions. Unless you have anything more you want to share with me. Remember, I'm not a city guard. It's not an interrogation. Cassius is innocent. Cassius is innocent. The sooner he's let free, the better this town will be off. I agree Cassius is innocent after what you've told me and how how you've... And I'm going to apply some deception here. I'm going to try and get her to spill beans she doesn't mean to. Okay. By agreeing after ev- like so after everything that you've told me, I can't help but agree that Cassius is innocent. And so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe she might be like, "What did I say?" You know, sort of question or just trip her up in some way. Yeah. Well, let's let's do a a deception versus inside of Grinkeeper. Eighteen. Wait, deception? Okay. No, you were inside. You're right. Oh, seven. So, okay. Yeah. So he pours on the charm, and you do feel you do feel like you can trust him. Look, Cassius. I don't. It's something with Selenar Everbloom. But anyway, she fell. He caught her. It was really sad. Hmm. But he helped us. He's a good, good person. Oh, I com- I completely understand. I don't. I make sure not to repeat back any of the words that she says, just so that it doesn't also strike her as like something I shouldn't be saying. Because maybe there's a secret there. Just tactfully, just mm-hmm, note down selling El- Everbloom. Um, now, this is the part where if this was Disco Elysium, I'd want my encyclopedia part of my brain to explain <laughs> Everbloom to me. <laughs> so, uh, can I roll a knowledge check? No, no, <laughs> I, I can just tell you. So, Selenar Everbloom was the regional director of the town until she was taken ill after the battle with the Bronze Ball. Oh, Selenar. I thought she was selling Everbloom. I thought this was ah. like drugs. Yeah, Selenar. Okay, my bad. Um, oh, then that's I, my reaction is different. Oh, Selenar Everbloom, you know her? Well, kind of like seen her and interacted a few times. I wouldn't say I knew her, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. he loves her. Oh, she's very lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've, I've, I've probably <laughs> interviewed her in the past. The name is very familiar. That might be my favorite Grinkeeper moment of all time just now. She's very lovely, and she says, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, give my request some consideration, please. I would love to tag along on one of your adventures to take photographicals. And should things get hairy, I can always um, cast a few spells and play a few powerful barding songs to benefit the party. Yeah, sounds like fun. Great. Excellent. Um, Well, thank you very much for your time. I put my pen in my hat. 
I take Enchanté and I take my hat and, and do that. And then I'll be off to see your friend Splendor Belt. Have fun with the potatoes. Do you want me to bring a message to him? Uh, I hope his potatoes are doing well. Okay. <laughs> what can I ask? Is he like potatoes? Oh, yeah, you're going to learn a lot about potatoes. Hmm, interesting. Thank you very much. So you head out. The yeah. gate is closed behind you by Lady Vestal, who comes out. And as you ride away, you look out the window and Lady Vestal and Grinkeeper have a bit of a chat. And it looks a little stern, but all the same, Grinkeeper descends back below the fountain in front of the finishing school. Hmm. Lady Vestal makes her way back up to the school. I'm making a note of that. It's very cool. And as and as you ride away, you know, your 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 bardic and reporter mind kind of grabs onto this possible love story. Ooh, the regional director in love with her hireling, the guild director mm. locally. Oh, this could really be something worth telling. That's, if nothing else. That's selling our Everbloom, right? Correct, correct. Something to All spice right. up anyway that would make for some good readership. Mm, Cassius. So Oh, all right, I'm actually writing this shit down like I'm going to run. Um, all right, I, I want to talk to Allspice before we go. I'm going to... Allspice, um, take me to the nearest grocer that would have potatoes, please. Very well, I am yours. Mm, all right, and he so. rides you down the main street here, turns at the governor's square, now dominated by that wall that you ride by for a while. The gate you pass into the Governor's Square, that area full of monsters in the dungeon beneath, and you see several guards checking checking paperwork as people enter in and out. Of course, all these silvers are heavily armed, and many of them are quite themed up and sort of have found their own, <laughs> you know, yeah. their, their own outfits. You see, like, you know, one guy in full sort of, uh, like, bear attire, and right. they, the they've bear all guys. kind of grabbed onto their personalities. <laughs> Yeah, but you, there's always a bear guys group. You head to the marketplace, hmm. and right, it's so I, right I outside for, the governor's square. There, okay. I look for you know a fruit, a vegetable stand. I'm going to procure potatoes as as a gift. So I find the nearest shopkeep and I say, um, "What sort of potatoes do you have for sale today?" A strange sort of four and a half foot tall fishman stands at the stand. Fishman, okay. Yes, a kuatoa to be exact. Mm. He has blue skin and a great kind of prank floral, and he wears on his head kind of a Robin Hood style head with a oh, hat with a big, big feather at the top and a side satchel bag. And he seems to have, uh, he's, he's adjusting a rather uncomfortable looking loincloth he's worn for the occasion. He stands next to a cart full of potatoes. Um, Hi. Oh, dear. Um, are you the only potato vendor in town, Fishman? Yes! Splendor Farms potatoes! Splendor Farm potatoes? Only potato farm. No other grocers in town sell potatoes. Only taters. Um, you see, sir, I was hoping I'm going to meet, uh, is, is the proprietor Crendall Splendor Belt? Yes, the master! Hmm, well, it would not do as a gift to buy him a potato from his own business. Oh, quite adventurous for a, a business person, and silver, so low. Interesting. Hmm, I make a note of it in my notepad. Um, 
Are there any place where you can buy uh, baubles? Perhaps a replica of a potato made of cast iron or some su- such? Uh, and his eyes kind of as he uhs sort of go sideways yeah. on his fish skull. <laughs> so I, I'm going to look around and see if there's any like novelty gift shops in the area of some kind. Adventuring towns often have items for potentially, I'm thinking, hopefully. Yeah, yeah you search around. And I mean, this whole district is, you know, rather amok with the various adventurers who are buying their lunches for the days. Things have become a little more industrialized of recent but you do find several shops that make trinkets as well as, you know, jewelries and stuff. You even find one place that makes trophies. Okay, let's try the trophy. All Spice, let's try the trophy shop over there. If it turns out it doesn't work, we'll head to Splendid Belt next. You head over to one Groin Hammer's blacksmithery. Hmm. So I'll walk in and be like, <clears throat> who do I see? Do I see a Groin Hammer? Yep. Well, well, you see a muscular-looking older fellow of about 60, though outside of the slight sag on his abs, he looks rather, rather fit. He's got a long white beard on him and a balding head. Uh, what do you want? Uh, hello there. Uh, down here. Ah, yes. Uh, I'm Dumbledore of Raisin Bunch. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking to purchase a, a gift, a novelty gift for a friend of mine. And they would very much like, um, I know it sounds weird, but they like potatoes. And I was wondering if I could make some sort of potato trophy. Ah, very good. And I won't ask questions about this sort of thing. <laughs> A trophy, if you will. Material? I'm still working on it. Um, uh, um, you don't have any on hand by chance. I, would, I don't have long. I have to go now. I, I was looking for something maybe perhaps pre-built. I- have no pre-built potato trophies. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I was perhaps thinking of Legs End. Um, I could perhaps gild a potato. But how long would this take you? A simple dunk. 20 Let's minutes. do that. Let's gild a potato. Good call. All right. So in, see that in you're a professional sort of- groin hammer. In this transaction, you run back over to the car, you perch, well, you know, you hobble on your knees, you you go back to the car, you purchase one of the potatoes, he gilds it, and you pay for the activity, and without any sort of stand or anything, you ha- now have, much like baby's shoes, a potato inside a metal casing. Okay. Um, did I get receipts for this? Yes, you do, when okay, you ask. Perfect. Just make sure the Daily Quest doesn't try to screw me out of my gold. Of course. <laughs> this is on uh, their tab, want, not mine. <laughs> would you like it on a plaque, or is it just the, the potato out and oh, about? Yeah, let's pla- uh, let's plaque it up. But, you know, it's removable, right? If it's plaqued up, it, it, you know, he can do with it what he wills, but presentation counts. Um, yeah. Sure, he, he folds the, the, the clasp of a weapons kind of rack of uh, kind of like a kite shield look with the mm-hmm. holders out in front that you would hang a sword from. He, he bends them a little bit using his blacksmithery in order to hold a potato dusty. All right, great. I hope this works. Um, the I forgot to take a photographical of Greenkeeper. I feel bad. I'll have to, have to make a note of doing that for the publication. All right. Um, okay. All Spice, I'm ready to go to the Splendor Belt Farm. Do you know where that is? And he takes you across the bridge, up out of town. You make a left and start heading down a dirt road. And you ride past all these adventurer tents and all of them, you know, having lunch outside. And eventually you make your way. And on the very horizon, or at least uh, beyond the farm, 
you see a decaying old land. Uh, the trees are all rotten. The ground looks uh, brown, black, and almost squirming from a distance. But they're right on the edge of this land is a beautiful bit of potatoery farm. And as you pull up outside, uh, there's no gate. There is a barn. You see a dilapidated tower and two large fields. Uh, the 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 water system seems to be in good repair, though, and the potato plants have been pulled up, and one has even been replanted. So currently in transition from one harvest to another. Most peculiar. A cursed land with fertile ground. Walking amongst the the farm, you see a large bullywug who seems to be chasing some rats. Uh, you see a rather muscular man with a snake's head who is hoeing the ground with the great of his, uh, greatest of exuberance and seems rather angry about it. And walking among them in his casual clothes, but still with two maces with his own face upon it, walks a half-orc. Mm -hmm. I didn't get what race he was. <clears throat> I'm going to go up to the bullywug. Excuse me. Uh, oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> mm, excuse me, I'll just yell out. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Thank you, all spice. You can let me down now. Uh, I'm looking for one Crendel Splendor Belt. Was he here? At the at the calling out of the name, the in the distance across the farm, you see a scarecrow with a cow's head on it. And it turns swiftly around and looks at you. Is it hostile, or is it just, it's just, it's just other than that? It turned around and kind of bent its head down to look at you. It didn't make any sort of noise or do anything. I'm getting the, evil dead vibes. The half orc starts walking towards you. Crandall Splendorbelt, a I've, I've included his picture, and I'll make sure to put this in the Discord for everybody. Uh, but a man <laughs> with a massive beard. Uh, a halfling has appeared on your lands. Oh, look at that. This kind of matches what I had in my head. Oh, <clears throat> down here. All right, so I'm there. I hear him. Yep, you okay. hear him, you see him. I, and you uh, even see Allspice, who you might remember from the heist. Uh, I will look down. I'll uh, kind of nod at Allspice. Uh, not really say anything, and then I'll look down and say, "Yes, what I am, I am Splendor Belt. What do you do? What are you doing here? Who is this?" Um, well, allow me to introduce myself. I am Dumbledore of Raisin Bunch, dungeon correspondent for the Daily Quest. Have you heard of the Daily Quest? Uh, sort of is a newspaper type uh, informative document thing. I don't subscribe, yes, but uh, I know of its existence. Oh, well, um... It makes I'm good for wrapping potato. You wrap a potato in paper and give to friend. It's an excellent uh, uh, potato mm. wrapper type of paper. Um, is he, can he see my gift yet? Or is, I've, <laughs> Do you have it out in front of you? Yeah, you holding it out? 
Well, I have it in my, my bags. I wouldn't keep it out. I'd have it protected in some way. Um, or maybe not. Maybe too big to put in the bag, right? So I'm holding it. Okay. No, you get. Um, but, but he was more talking about like he sometimes uses your newspaper to wrap his potatoes. Oh, in. I got it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, marketplace. yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about. I was like, that was a little confusing. Very good, very good. But yeah. in the future, I, I recommend using social parchment, like FaceTone. Just use those things that they, they hold the potato much better. Oh, uh, these are. This is cesspool. I don't go near them. They're bad. Mm. Regardless, I brought this gift for you, Mister Splendorbelt. I was speaking to your friend uh, Evelyn Greenkeeper. And she mentioned you have a fondness for potatoes. And I thought to myself, well, why not give a gift of potatoes to such a potato lover? Uh, I will have a... Here is a gilded potato. (laughs) (laughs) I I will have a kind of uh, shocked look on my face of excitement because I do think that's the perfect gift. I would be super into this. Um, so I would, I would say, oh, the, what a kind gesture. What the, let, let me see. And then you it's would, not on my behalf. It's on behalf of the Daily Quest newspaper. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's this a is new how, holy symbol. <laughs> this is how you, uh, this is how you write off this on your taxes is that you don't have to uh, claim. Uh, it did not come out of my pocket. No, but. Oh. That's not to undercut the gift. Uh, your friend Evelyn Greenkeeper spoke very highly of you. Oh yes. Uh, well, I uh, she a friend of hers is a friend of mine. Uh, have you also met with uh, our friend One Shot uh, Co? Have you met him? I have met One Shot as well. You are the last person on my list. Do you know? Do you know what I do as a dungeon correspondent? Are you familiar with the the job description? Uh, my understanding is that. Uh, you are a reporter for paper. You tell people what is happening with thing you talk about, and, and people are now informed. This is it. Mm, yes, yes. Um, do you have a house? Uh, sort of. This shack over here, I point to my shanty-looking old burned-out piece of crap that I live I, in. I slap my knees, and I'm like, oh, these knees, they're giving me trouble. Can, uh, do you mind if I sit some, somewhere? I see what it is. Hold on a second. Is Fishman here, uh, Garrett? Or Garrett? Kyle? <laughs> Fishman is at the market selling potatoes today. Okay, so oh, that's right because he talked to him. Um, well, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> no, but uh, but the reason I'm asking is I was going to have him come and kneel. I was going to have him on all fours, so he made a made a nice little bench for you. But he's oh not. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! He's a, he's a fish so, man. How do you have so many employees? He's a fish man, <laughs> and he's willing to do whatever. He's easy. This is a different culture. <laughs> He's a fish man. They <laughs> learned Scott is a, would be a horrifying employer. <laughs> yeah. You got legs in it. Sit down, make a bench for me. Look, he'll do whatever <laughs> I ask him to. It's fine. Uh, well, here's what I'd say because um, I have I put in some rudimentary furniture in the place, so I would say we'll come back over here and we will we will sit and we can we can talk there. And I'll look back at uh, at Chad and go, uh, please keep eye on things. Uh, let me know if any uh, anyone else shows up. Whatever. While you're walking with Splinterbuild over to his shack, or the rundown shack, he turns towards the scarecrow and gives several moves in a, in a language you do not know. Yes. To which he replies, I'm mostly just trying to get Kyle to do the voice. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> we want to hear Chad yeah. the Brad. Or Chad the Brad. This is the right button. Okay, I'll do it. Oh, I love him so much. 
All right. Do I hear that, or is that just in his? You head? hear just mooing and grunting. Yeah, you okay. would hear from the scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless he understands bovine or whatever. That sounds it is. sad. Yeah. Uh, he is a very good, dedicated uh, f- friend of the farm. Hmm. Didn't start out so good, but uh, uh, after a unfortunate series of things, he is now a very dedicated, loyal friend. And uh, I trust him to watch things while we are away. So step inside, please, and I'll sort of just lead him in. Thank you very much. Plop him down on a on a stool or a chair. Do you have any refreshments? It's almost second lunch. Uh, yes, and I'll pull out of my... Uh, out of my bag, a a potato and a knife. Uh, it'd be I raw. Expected. It'd be raw, but but peeled. And uh, I would offer both to you. I would hand the knife to you in the safe way. Handle first to you. <laughs> do and, you not uh, cook your potatoes? Um, some sort of do. Look at it with a I light. have before. It's not a problem. It's just uh, prefer them. I prefer the crunch of a raw potato. You know, back in the war, we used to have to eat raw potatoes, but now that the war is over. I haven't much cared for raw potatoes since you should really cook food if you have the time to cook it. Uh, sometimes. It's much more delightful that way. The earth, I have a trinity of reasons I prefer them raw. Here is number one. Number one, I like the crunch, I have, I have told you. Number two, uh, it is a great way to remind me to be humble and not always will I have the ability to cook or other life's conveniences. And number three, it makes me shit all the time. And that is a good thing for... Uh, uh, half orc my age to consider I, you need to create shit and uh, raw potato works very well in this regard Mr. Mr. Spenderbelt do you have a guardian? Uh, no well Chad Brad sort of but uh, really is just me oh you mean uh, I have a guardian a legal guardian oh yes, yes. Uh, is there pa- someone who cares for you here? yes Paylor uh, I, I serve under the under uh, Paylor he is not only the great uh, uh, inspiration for the work I do outside the farm, but also agricultural god, so he helps me grow potato and make a successful run out of it. So it's only uh, so it's only Palo that watches over you? Uh, well, perhaps someone else does, but I I don't check. Well, you've done quite well for yourself here, living out on your own, starting a business, and being a up-and-coming new adventurer. That's the reason I'm here. At the Daily Quest, we share legends and tales of the goings-ons of adventurers for the common folk to know. And I am most interested, I've been tasked really to assign uh, assign this story by my editor, um, by this editor, not my editor. Anyways, I'm getting lost in nomenclature. Um, I've been assigned to share your story, and I find it very peculiar that the guild won't let three up-and-rising stars out on adventures. And in speaking to your friends, they've shared with me that this Cassius, this guild leader of yours, is perhaps um, being held responsible for something he didn't do or he's innocent of, and I'm here to clear the air for the people so they can know the true tale behind what's up happening. When you've risen to the ruby ranks, many will want to know about your origins. Mm. And we certainly don't want that to be clouded up in any kind of mystery of impropriety. So, um... We just simply, I'm here to simply take down your story with whatever you'd like to share and get to the bottom of um, what's going on here at your guild. Yeah, this is fine. I am happy to. So, what's uh, your, can I start with some basic questions? Yes. Um, what's your class? Uh, I am considered cleric. 
However, cool. yes, I find it uh, the most powerful class, really, right? So, sort of, maybe, but I, I don't. You can heal, but you can hit things very hard. Yeah, this, let's put it this way: I don't mind to, to heal, but I prefer to pull out face mace and cause real trouble if I can, occasionally. Mm. Pale Fine wheel. maces you have there. Yes, they have my face on them. Look, and I'll show them to them. Mm-hmm. And um, um, tell me a bit about your backstory. What what brought you to adventuring? Um. Well, a commitment to Paylor to uh, heal and to uh, uh, serve at the needs of people. That is first and foremost. But uh, the adventuring part is to make money, and the money is to fund this farm, which, in my opinion, will be the way I ultimately help these people is to give them a constant source of nutritionist, uh, or nutritional uh, uh, the potato. And how do you how do you reconcile um, being a man of the cloth, but also uh, a capitalist? Um, this is a hard question because uh, I do not know what you mean by capitalist. Well, um, a capitalist is an enterprising person who builds wealth through the sales of goods and services. It's generally thought not to be one of a Pelorian precept who's about to harvest harvest uh, the bounty. In fact, I'm forgetting the god who might be of the god of commerce. I don't know if you have one, Kyle. But <clears throat> the god of the god of uh, agriculture is is Pelor also, though. So it kind of counts. Right, right. But I bet your fish man, he seemed to be selling potatoes out there, and you have this wonderful farm that you're building, and you sound like you have big dreams. It's not meant as a judgment. Our, our readers will want to know. What is it about Crendel Splendorbelt that makes him both a man of the cloth and a fine businessman? Well, now that you have explained this uh, capitalist thing, that is not what I do. I have no desire for profit. It is only to make enough to pay my uh, meager employees to keep roof overhead uh, and to... And to plant more potato. There's no goal to make great profit. So there's here. humility behind it, and you're not a capitalist. That's good. No, That's why I asked these questions. I didn't mean to offend. I, no, no, I, no. I apologize. It's sort of like non-profit potato concern. Mm-hmm. So, sort of like this. Now, and, and so, um, do you have any th- comments that you'd like to share on the matter of Cassius being under investigation at the guild? And your suspension from adventuring? Seems bad for adventurers not to be allowed to adventure. Uh, I agree. Uh, so, uh, problem I have with it is I don't act, I don't know uh, if Cassius did anything wrong, and if so, I have no I have no way to know. So, while I believe justice must take its course and in, uh, investigation on all this, I am more interested in uh, getting back to it uh, just as soon as possible. But I am willing to wait for you know the powers that be. It, it has also, it has also given me time here to work on, on farm. But, you know, big things can't happen on farm until I make more gold in adventuring. Hmm. Would you mind if I interviewed some of your farm animals? Do they know anything about the matter? Uh, yes, but do not refer to them as animals, probably. Uh, they, are, they are sentient uh, sort of, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. My apologies. Like, Fishman is must. <laughs> this is he- the guy that wants to use him as a chair. <laughs> Fishman, Fishman may be part fish, but he's also part man. Uh, you know. Is there anything you can tell me about this Selenar Everbloom? 
uh, zero. I hear she's a part of the story. Yes, I know nothing about these. Uh, All right, these I'd like to insight check this. Is he is he just not know things or is he hiding them? Well, I guess go we for gotta, it. I guess we got to roll to find out. Oh, jeez. Oh wait, that's an advantage roll. Uh, 30, uh, thirty-two. What's my saving? What's my throw? You would be deception if you're making any deception. But if I'm not, I don't need to do anything? Yeah, uh, go for a persuasion. Okay. I'm inciting you. An 11. Insight I. It's not great. You get the feeling that this man doesn't know anything. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to let out a big sigh of disappointment, but uh, hopefully there's no sort of context given. I'm assuming Splendor Belt will not realize that that's what that's about. No, Um, I wouldn't wonder. He would say this, though. He would hear you sigh and he would say, "Uh, this is this may not be helpful and perhaps it is no good for your article. But uh, I try to stay out of the drama. Uh, This is not my way to get involved with the. accusation or he did she said all this sort of thing I just focus on get job done heal that man hit him in face with face mace make potato go to bed I, I wonder for a second if um, <clears throat> so so let me clear the air here I'm, I'm not the city guard and I, I'm not um, a part of an internal investigation inside your guild I simply want to uh, you are up and coming stars there's a story of interest here for our readership um, and in the future, this will be important. Uh, as someone who was an adventurer once, uh, these are the beginning stages of your career. Yes. I'm simply here to get to the bottom of the story and just get this information out to share with folks. So uh, it's quite optional to speak with me. I will, of course, be sensitive to any damaging information that might come out from this. Anything you want me to exclude, we can discuss it. I I most certainly wish to respect you and your party members' wishes. Um, But perhaps you would be willing to undergo a spell to help you remember things. Uh, I I am practiced in the arcane arts, not directly as a wizard. I am a bard, and I learn things here or there, mainly in aid of my passion, which is journalism. Um, Would you be willing to receive a spell or two to help you speak more accurately on the subject with me? Uh, okay. I will say, (laughs) I will say very tentatively. All right. Uh, I'm just. I gotta refer to my uh, trusting, things. but not sure. That kind of Thunderbelt um, is what we call a mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. All right. So, um, all right. So, um, <clears throat> I wonder if you'd be not be alarmed. This spell that I would cast. It's called the Zone of Truth. Have you heard of this spell? Uh, I am not familiar with this, no. For ten minutes, you will be unable to tell lies. That's all. Would you be willing to undergo a zone of truth with me? Well, I will be standing inside the zone as well. What is reason for uh, truth extraction? Why? What are you doing? Well, I'm a journalist. Getting to the truth is my profession. It's yes. simply so that we can share accurate stories with our reader. If our readership does not b- b- believes that we are making things up, that would ruin the credibility of the daily quest. 
Yeah, people would but, stop believing in us, but, but, and the people if, would if, go under. If anybody Cred- could just walk around and go, zone of truth, zone of truth, everybody says truth. Well, then what is the point of having reporter well, it's only or paper? for 10 minutes, and it's, we only discuss the story. We're limited. I won't ask you any personal questions. I've been working as a newspaper man for 40 years, and in all, you can check my credentials if you wish, but... Um, I simply wish to know what you might know. It sounds like you're having a bit of trouble remembering, that's all. But within the zone of truth, um, well, that would be... It's like it's kind of like caffeine without the, the, the push of caffeine. Just the truth-telling of caffeine. <laughs> I don't think that made sense, but no, whatever. It, it doesn't. It. Um, but Crandall I don't know if Splendor Belt will really know. No. <laughs> Crandall wouldn't know what that even is, so he, he wouldn't care that much. Um... It's an arcane reagent. Uh, sorry, maybe too, <laughs> yeah. too niche for your for common understanding. Um, I would. I meet a lot of people, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I would say to that. Um, yeah, let's do it. Do the zone of truth. You consent. I have nothing to hide. Okay, I get out a piece of parchment and it has just a bit of writing. It says I space. Consent to a zone of truth with a signature. I'm just. Can you sign here just to make sure? Uh, that, sure. Then I'll sign it. Perfect. All right. I take the sign zone of truth. Put it in my bag. All right. Here we go. No longer remain so aloof. You now enter into the zone of truth. Oh and I gosh. do it all reality TV show style with a big huzzah. That's awesome. And then uh, this this glowing light within a 15-foot radius of us. Hang on, what's the target? Centered on a point of your choice. So I center it on our conversational area. It's sort of like um, who wants to be a millionaire kind of light. Like the rest of the room sort of gets dark. Oh, and there's yeah. a sort of spotlight like we're like we're, we're like and who wants to be in a millionaire now uh, boom. Yeah. and then i say welcome to the zone of truth and so uh, just so you, you're aware you, you have to make a saving throw but if you're consenting no saving throw needed okay. um an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which you would normally respond with a lie. So so while you can't lie, you can choose not to answer a question. Okay? okay. Like, if if you would lie, like, in that case, that's still very telling, obviously. Right, but, right. Um, it's omission by... You don't... Uh, yeah, I get it. You're, you're not, you don't have a compulsion to speak if you don't want to. Okay. But you just cannot lie. All right. Um, uh, and a creature can be evasive in its answers if it wants to as well. Um, yeah. So welcome to the zone of truth. Um, so for the first question, could you please tell me why Cassius, uh, to your knowledge, why Cassius was was suspended, uh, was being investigated rather? Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, was being investigated rather? I uh, don't. I've, I don't know. I I don't know. Something to do with uh, guild business. This is all and I know. Why, why are you no longer allowed to take assignments at the guild? Uh, this is a good question. We should be able to do it, but we've uh, been we've been sidelined and not properly told. And I have not investigated seem- very much. I have not asked. Can I can I ask? Does that seem fair to you? Uh, no, it's not fair. They should tell us what is what is going and, on. And if you could speak to someone who made this decision, what would you say to them? Uh, well. I would ask, why can't we do uh, jobs? What is holding things up? 
Like and I say, uh, I stay busy, so it doesn't doesn't affect me too much. But that's this is what I would ask. Do you think your your fellow darkest delivers know why, and you don't? Uh, my guess is, Co probably knows more, given his keen desire to understand what is happening around him. But I don't think a Grinkeeper knows any more than I do. Are you surprised to know that I offered this magical solution to both of your companions and they turned me down while you uh, consented and said yes? Not, re- not, not really. Not uh, say something about your companions? Not really. I, to me, is not surprising given uh, a Grinkeeper does not do things people tell her to do just willy-nilly. She is... Uh, I asked. I didn't tell her to do them. Uh, yes, but she is strong-willed in mind and action, she does not just turn over and do things simply because someone has asked for it. I understand. Uh, in Ko's case, uh, he may know something, but I, I have no knowledge of these. I don't know. Do you think Ko's behind this? Our sidelining of jobs? Yes. Is it? Now... No, it's he would love he, he thing would for love me to suggest, but sometimes parties fall apart due to the selfish actions of one of its members. I would be surprised by this. He is, uh, 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 as as fighting partner, he's uh, always reliable, uh, uh, highly skilled, and uh, you know doesn't doesn't. I don't think, for all I know, does not want to stop. Um, just a minute. I forgot to do a calibration test before we started. Uh, Krinderbelt, do you like potatoes? Uh, I like that you call me Crandlebelt. That's actually pretty good. Uh, Crandlebelt. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Splendidbelt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crandlebelt. Crandlebelt. Uh, what was the, sorry, what was the question again? Um, do you like potatoes? I just want to make sure the zone of truth is working. Oh, yes, very much so. It is, uh, I, I see it as more than just simple uh, food for man. I see it as uh, a holy symbol of nourishment. Oh, that, uh, that's quite enough. We only uh, have 10 uh, minutes. I, uh, I, don't need the, <laughs> I don't need the encyclopedic entry into potatoes, but not to be rude, perhaps later. Um, <laughs> another question then. Do you, who is Selenar Everbloom? Oh, uh, oh shit. Kyle, help me. I forget. <laughs> Which character this is? I can't do it by name. This is the zone of truth. <laughs> Who's Kyle? <laughs> I start writing. He's the, he's the other. He's the other god that looks over me. Um, no, for Kyle real. Like, god? Why can't I think of who that is? Slenderbelt's name for his brain. <laughs> Whenever there's a difficulty, Kyle, help me. Kyle, help me. She's the regional director. She was the one who ushered you into your silver test. Oh, right. Okay, I would convey that 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 was who that person was, but I don't. I'm not close. Do you know to her. she was in a relationship with Cassius, head of the guild. Uh, when you say relationship, you mean romantic or some sort of, uh, you know, pokey pokey. What are you saying? I'm, I'm saying pokey pokey. Uh, pokey, po- pokey pokey. Of course. No knowledge of this. I stay away from such such issues. Have you seen anything that? That didn't look correct, but you stayed out of it. But did you notice anything suspicious that Cassius or the Selena Everbloom or Evelyn or Co. might have done at the center of all this? Were you a witness to something that you that made you uncomfortable? 
Now, Splendor Belt, you're in a zone of truth, and you remember <laughs> a certain night where you all went to a certain Withers estate. Yeah. So if and you dress- answer, you have to answer truthfully, but you can also not answer or <laughs> also a trip to a bank. But you can't lie. Yeah, but what he's asking is not. I know about those things, but they're not. These questions aren't specific. So when he says, "Was but, there anything unusual?" I mean, I, anything that made you uncomfortable that they did. Oh, well, if that's the case, I would bring up the bank thing. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> If you're, if that's the question, if that's how you worded it, then that's what I would answer. Yes, the bank. There was a thing at the bank. Was not happy about these. And and would you politely share, even off the record, perhaps what happened at this bank? Uh, Well, I was not directly. Okay, I was not directly involved in action, but uh, the way it worked out is we. Uh, went to bank as if we were there to help and uh, sort of were but uh, in the end uh, the the upshot is Co walked away with a, a bunch of extra money from uh, from our time in there oh what is is Co a thief class a rogue a um, thief? I don't know for sure uh, but he is uh, you know he likes uh, he likes to sneak Sure. Given how how guarded he was when I showed up at his home, it would not surprise me if he was a thief or a rogue or some sort of variant of the class. They can't help themselves, the kleptomaniacs. I try not but to judge. But they this. are an integral part of the dungeoneering life. After all, you're seeking treasure. Sometimes it gets a little out of hand. It can be forgivable if amends are made. He is. Hold on, he I'm is, coming around on this character. This might be my favorite person yeah, we've ever met. Yeah, he. Uh, I would say um, he is complex. He is not simply thief. Uh, in fact, this is only time I have seen this behavior. But he is also and, uh, giving of uh, of himself in other ways. Uh, he is very devoted to family. Uh, this is big in my eyes as well as Paylor's eyes. And you know, he is an imperfect creature like us all. No, of course. Um, so, did Cassius cover for you? Uh, that you that you're aware of? Did he, did he perhaps take the take the fall or responsibility for something people under his charge did? So my, mem- uh, my mem- falling on the sword himself. My memory of this, Kyle, was that we talked to Cassius and got chewed out for basically doing stuff without our. Without our the the go ahead, but I don't remember it going past that much. Like I don't remember anyone falling on the sword or anything for us, or taking the blame. You remember the main uh, thing you got yelled at was that one one shot co at the time lit the building on fire on your way out. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, when it all gets... was wearing the stolen goods. Yeah. <laughs> When everything gets lined up, it really doesn't paint me in the best light like this. I don't, you know, spread out over time. I seem a little more innocent than when we just focus on the negative. Yeah, you look at the one night, that one (laughs) night, and things get real ugly. Okay, so I would, um, (laughs) I would convey that that there was this, you know, moment of of you know flames and burning, but I didn't know who who, you know, did it or, or 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 commanded that it be done. That I that I don't oh, know that stuff. Of course not. So, is there, so if I if I've got it correct, please 
let me know if I've got any details wrong. There was um, a mission involving a bank, and Cole took some extra gold with him that he wasn't supposed to. He got in trouble, and Cassius may be behind helping cover for you as a result of this. And he's uh, being investigated. Yes. Because of your thief's um, exaggerancies, if you will. <laughs> I don't know if this is real word. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, perhaps. I, I. This is not... I don't know for sure if Cassius is being investigated I, I for wonder, this. I wonder if you could do me a favor, Splendor Belts. One last question. Would you be interested in coming with me to vouch for me for Cole? He hasn't spoken with me, and it sounds as though he is at the heart of what's been going on. And it would... I would get to First Supper a lot sooner um, if you came with me and we could do a Zone of Truth, perhaps all three of us together. Um, it would probably mean a lot. I can see that you're good friends with them. It would mean a lot if you came with me to help me persuade them to Zone of Truth together. This is problem. Let me explain. We can pay you, by the way. The Daily Bugle's coffers are quite large. People love the adventuring life, so consider that, please. Yeah, uh, but I have potato money. I am okay. Here, here is... But what of Co? He has a new house and wife. Yes. This, this is... Uh, okay, Zone of Truth still on? I am still in it, right? I think so. We're okay. still in 10 minutes. It's been a long yeah. conversation. Yeah. But, then I will yeah. tell you, this is answer. This is whole truth and all truth. The answer is this. I will not throw my fellow friends under a bus for this. <laughs> so, no, no, I'm not the city guard. And if you tell me not to print something, I will respect your wishes and not print it. I don't care about I printing. A- I am just not going to go to their house and say, hey, let's get in zone of truth, everyone. We are going to now have big truth party. It's not interesting to me at all. And this is truth, that I will not do this to my friends. Well, is there any way that you could help me? Uh, uh, persuade them? I can point you in direction that they live, give you potato for road, and say my goodbyes to you. Do you have a trust? But do you know what a trust potato is? This uh, is a deception. Really? Roll your insight. He's doing insight or deception. This, I'm he, doing. You're deception. doing insight. I'm doing insight. He's doing deception. Yeah. All right. So here comes I rolled a 17. I rolled a 17 plus 7, so 24. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shit. He tried to pull a potato on Splendor Yeah, Bell. you can't do that. Yeah. I know all about potatoes. <laughs> Truth potato. Did you get advantage on potato-related deceptions? <laughs> <laughs> so, Splendor Bell, you know there's no such thing as a potato of truth, was it? Yeah. I think that was it. I would say this is no such thing. Well, and this was this was a test, another calibration test for that was a lie. Oh, I it was, see. It was not a lie. That was a it was false. This is convenient for Wait, you to call it. How does this work? This. If I do that, does, was that is that allowed to even ask that question? Yeah, are you he in the zone lie. too? You asked him if he knew about a thing that was fake. That's not a lie. That's yeah, a that's okay. That's yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'll be true. I'll be. I'll, I'll just be completely honest. See, that was a. That I, I made that up, and it was it was an invention. There's no such thing. The zone of truth works. I had to tell you, I cannot lie. Mm. As well, <laughs> Splendor Belt will find that weird, questionable. Uh, he, yeah, questionable. He doesn't. Truth going on. Yeah, 
He's, he's kind of old. Maybe he's he's like muddled and stuff. Like that's part of the that's part of his deal. He's he's not at all like the person playing him who remembers things accurately and doesn't get things backwards at all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I wanted to. Um, oh, I want to ask. Um, before I go, thank you for all of your assistance. Um, before I go, can I? Can we take a photographical of you? Do you know what those are? Uh, I've heard of this. This is fine. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm going to kick my bag. And then this contraption, the camera contraption is going to float out with all the crystals spinning around. And they're going to line up. And I'm going to tell him, uh, please say undead potato. Oh, uh, undead potato. Snap. Ding, and then there's a bright light snaps of you. And the crystal, the crystals kind of light up and then sizzle down. And then I beckon the camera back into the bag. And then I will say, um, if you're ever interested in um, having me document one of your adventures, I could tag along and do that. I mentioned that to Evelyn. And that's something... Oh, I'm, I'm not doing the old voice. That's something I can do. Uh, it would be a great honor to come with you and see you on your adventure. Perhaps I can learn more about your these you adventurers and your new journey. We will... Uh, Zone of Truth is off now. It's not happening. Uh, if you wish, I can shut it off. Yeah, turn that off for a second. <laughs> and the background comes back up, <laughs> and there's no longer a who wants to be a millionaire. So right. I want to tell you something. Turn off the yeah, zone of truth. Turn off the zone of truth. This is like off the record. <laughs> Don't worry, you can trust it. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs to be said outside the zone of truth. Yeah. I'll say, um, <laughs> I'll say, uh, we, we let us see how things go and see this through, and perhaps we could. We'll talk, but uh, who knows? We have to see how things go. You couldn't say that, the zone of truth? It's because it's a lie. Because <laughs> it's a fat lie, and I don't want to go adventuring with a reporter with a zone of truth. He can just pop out anytime he wants, so that's it is kind of a lie. But there's no zone of truth, so there's no role in here. Yeah. Or is there? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you play by the rules. All right. <laughs> I, I don't rules. know if we need to roll when somebody says, can you turn off the zone of truth before they answer a question? <laughs> All right, well, I'll start. I'll, I'll take the potato he gave me to eat, and I'll pocket it. I might need it later, so I'm not. I'm not one to turn down a good potato. Um, uh, yeah, I will. I will uh, collect my things and make my way back to Allspice. Nice, excellent. Then there is where we will go on break. Nice, perfect timing. <sighs> Great. Uh, we'll be back. Everybody watching us live won't be too long. Maybe ten minutes or so. Uh, go pee, go get some coffee, do whatever you got to do, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right, and we're back. Uh, Kyle, I, I give it back to you to tell us what to do next. So you were about to leave the Splendor Belt Farm, but you mentioned you might want to interview the animals? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I was looking through my spells and, and I saw that I have some options to do this kind of thing. I was <laughs> like, and I was like, we're, we're, we're like, I haven't cast this single spell and I want to cast on stealth. So that was mainly why I was inquiring, but then I dropped it because I'm like, why would this farm just seems too weird? <laughs> I'm thinking like farm animals, like maybe a cow could help out. I've, I've got, you know, I can maybe talk to the, you know. I don't have any of that stuff yet. It's really we'll just these. Save imp- that for another day. Sean. Sean's there. Yeah, Sean's there. Potato or fish guy, Sean. Well, fish guy's not there right now, but Sean's there. Um, and who else? That's it. The snake guy's there. So it. Sean the, the the mule. Oh, the mule, Sean, right. And then the snake man. Yep. Uh, Bompo, Bompo, whatever his name is. What is it? 
Uh, Noparopa. Noparopa. And uh, he he could say stuff to you. Uh, I can't speak to creatures. It would have to be like an animal, a beast, beast class thing. Sean. That Sean's would just be Sean the mule. Yeah. You could talk to the mule. Um, okay, well, I assume we're still sort of chatting. I haven't, if we just pick it up right where we left off. I, no more zone of truth, I might say. Um, okay, so you've left um, my presence. I'm in the house still. You've walked out, and you're going to go do Oh, something. I've walked out? Okay, Unless so you, do I see Sean the I mule mean, somewhere? The, the, you've walked out of a house that has no roof. It's just a couple of bare walls. and Yeah, it's nothing oh, fancy. Okay. And I would have, if you, you know, you showing interest toward that, I would, you know, point where the mule is, and you just go do it. I mean... With the mule, okay. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally like, don't I don't really know if the mule would know anything. I'm in, I, I, I'm in my mind right now. As I, I'm walking out, I'm sort of chewing. I'm chewing on nothing, but I'm just doing like you know. I have a lot of missing teeth, and a lot of gum smacking, like. And um, I'm thinking it might be time to speak with Cassius. Um, it might be also interesting to hear from him. So I'm gonna call out to <clears throat> all spice. <clears throat> I think I'm ready to go back into town. Um, do you know where this guild is that the darkest delvers are members of? The Chimera Guild. I will deposit Chimera. you there. Yes, please. And um, <clears throat> uh, do you do you know the name of a good restaurant in town? Always eaten. I do. I've been poorly fed today. I feel, and <laughs> I require sustenance. Very well. Do they have a latrine? The city is well stocked with plumbing. I haven't relieved myself yet today, so post haste to the restaurant first. Very good. And we don't have to do the whole restaurant thing if you don't want to, but I'm going to stop for a writerly restaurant to go over my notes and and order food and relieve myself. Very good. Crap, I should have had him do it in like a a compost pile or something so I could have some more <laughs> stuff. I thought that's where you were going with Splendor Belt eating potatoes for poop. But yeah. Well, you might you might see me like, you know, holding it or something. Maybe we could do it. Yeah, I just re- I'd say I overheard you say this to, to him and I'd go, hold on a second. Uh, yes. if, you, if you need to relieve bowels, you can do it in this box. This is where uh, I, I build, uh, you know, you are, you are tiefling is uh, considered okay for uh, fertilizer source. So just poo here. I keep it, and uh, use yeah. tieflings for fertilizers. No, no, not just not just tiefling. I take whatever I can get right now. It's very okay. And you know, I've been in the war. I've been, lived hard lives. I've been a war correspondent. I have no problem. Uh, I'm not like um, uh, you know, squeamish about these things. I will you know poop in the nature. So I will go right here. Yes, in this box here, it's just like a wooden box with some. Okay. I drop trousers right in front of you, no undergarments, a little halfling dangly right out there, and I'll take a shit in your compost box. Perfect. Awesome. I'll take that. Uh, I'll look at you the whole time, and, and while I'm shitting, I'll be like, is there, is there anything else that you'd like to share with uh, with me before I go? No, this is it. Your deposit is greatly appreciated. Uh, this will help. Uh, at least five, six potatoes will grow because of your deposit today. Well done. Do you have anything to wipe? No, this is not a problem of mine. And I take the box right, I'll, away. I'll look. Is there other leaves on the ground? Uh, yeah, right, Kyle. There's some just uh, detritus, as as Bowen might say. There's stuff, leaves, sure. sticks. Yeah. You know. yeah. So, uh, can I do I show you a nature check for uh, makeshift toilet paper? <laughs> do you have a wiping potato? <laughs> a wiping potato, like a. 
It's a potato small enough to get in and get out. And yeah, you know, you potato might cover a lot of good surface area. I think this is. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'll give it, you know what? like Rain Man physics. In you gra- right you now, grab right? whatever you see handy. If there's an old potato spud laying around, whatever you think, I, I would not oh, even. I'll leave. use the potato. No, I won't use the potato you gave me. That was a gift. That'd be brutal. Yeah, don't do that. Um, gotta eat no, that. No. I'll make a nature roll here. A natural 20. Awesome. Oh you God. find some lovely foliage. I relieve myself and Crendel's uh, soothing compost box. Yeah. Um, yeah, no twigs, no sharp twigs. Excellent. Um, all right. And then I pull up my pants and I get back on. Or I'm riding all spice, right? Uh, you ride in this cart. In this cart. I get into this cart and say, to the restaurant, please. You have a lovely meal at an elven fusion restaurant, and afterwards you are deposited at the Chimera Guild. Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is way better than I thought it was. Elven fusion. That's yeah, great. it sounds good. All right. Um, <clears throat> so as I stand before the Chimera Guild, is the door like a knockable door? What's reception like? Do I just walk in? It's a it's a angled door to kind of make an archway, but the door swings. Open and closed as people enter in and out. Um, in fact, I can get you a little uh, a map here. But oh, it's good. it's a place where you just sort of enter. It is a guild, a half tavern, half workplace. Mm. So I walk in and I put my hands on my hips. I drop my bag down, look around, and I breathe in the sweaty, musty air of a guild. I've been in many guilds in my time, and I'm I'm trying to learn the nature of the guild through its scent. So, um, what does the smells of this place tell me? Well, you immediately smell hard work and dirt and mud. It smells rather earthy in here today. Uh, You see, as you enter, a job board to your right, immediately up on the wall. And I put a link to the map here in the Discord if you would like to take a look at it. It's going to be all Mm -hmm. zoned out for places that are hidden and whatnot, but... Riley Man Cave. Oh, let's see if I can. Is that any better? Oh, yes, I've perfect. got it. Well done. Yep. That okay. was, that's all the difference I needed. You're good. Perfect. Uh, so you so you look around the you look around the guild and you see several denizens sitting inside various uh, employees of the guild. There's a large desk laid out before you where people stand. I'm actually going to move these around a little bit as we would not have those folks available. Uh, You see two people sitting at the bar drinking. People are across the various tables. And uh, a lot of uh, the badges you see moving throughout here today are of the wood variety, which is the lowest league. Uh, But the front table in front of you would be the guildmaster's desk where one would collect and submit Quests, requests, and then the acquisitions desk where you would collect items, possibly shop, but mainly get any specialty items for the day's adventure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I- I'm going to look to someone for information. Um, do I, the most, uh, the most knowledgeable looking in the room is who I, I sort of approach, uh, if, if not clearly labeled as information. And that'd be the Guildmaster's desk. And behind it, you see a tough, stern-looking uh, dwarven woman who's wearing a kind of a barkeeper's outfit with the 
tie up top and the black vest over a white shirt as she stands behind the primary desk. <clears throat> Hello there. Guildkeeper, I assume? Oh, yes, for today. Uh, you were submitting a quest. Um, no, I'm, I'm from the Daily uh, Quest uh, publication. Uh, oh. Dumbledwark of Raven's bu- Raisin Bunch. I see. Uh, is there someone I can help you locate? I- I'm looking to speak with one Cassius. Hi. Cassius is unavailable. Uh, is he at home? He is, um, busy. Too busy to speak with the Daily Quest newspaper? It's an important publication. Yes, we I can... Thousands uh, of readers. Um, well, I, I can submit your uh, request back to... Most unusual for a head of a guild to not be available for the publication covering their activities. It would be poor decorum not to put me in touch. He is you would, under investigation by the guild at the moment, so I, I, I cannot... I cannot uh, give you his whereabouts nor his address. On whose order? Azurtan the Wizard and the Numerari. Um, do I know if this is like an internal investigation? I don't. Would I know who that, who that was? You would know that the Numerari head of the Guild Academy. They often run a lot of the uh, more bureaucratic sides of things. Hmm. Um, well, uh, perhaps you could put me in touch with one of their representatives so that I can ask them directly to make an exception for the daily quest. I, I shall return then. And she walks through the side door. Okay, and I'll, um, I'll lean up against the table and cross my arms and I'll start whistling a tune. At the acquisitions desk, you see a five-foot-tall man with long, bony fingers that end in pointy, spiked nails, and he has a rather bare rat face for a head. Uh, appears to be a, a well, a rat man. Mm-hmm. He also wears the the guild attire with the vest and the tie over the white shirt, and he mm-hmm. leans over the desk and he goes, "Hey, uh, you need someone to talk to." Um, well, I just spoke with the gatekeeper. She's getting me a representative from the... Uh, sorry, what was the name again? Let me write that down. Nocturne... Noc- the Numelari. Numelari, excuse me. Numelari. Uh, a representative from the Numelari to consider my request on behalf of the Daily Quest publication. Ah, uh, very well. I mean, if that's all you need. If that's all you need. Uh, sir, what's your name? I'm Jimmy. Jimmy the Soup. Mm. And what's your class uh, designation and tier? Well, I'm a I'm a guild uh, employee. We don't we don't go under the same tier system. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you if you need help, I was more than happy to help out the daily quest uh, yesterday with some paperwork. Should it come to mind? Uh, you spoke with um, <clears throat> the daily quest yesterday. Uh, yes, I I was. Um, I, I'm, I can be the forgetful sort sometimes, but I spoke with one uh, Kilaven Sininsky. Hmm. Don't know the name. I'm from out of town. I am a dungeon correspondent. I am on location most of the time. Or, so um, the office politics are not something I concern myself with too much. It's the dungeoneering. 
Uh, I wish to speak to one Cassius, please. Uh, do you know his whereabouts? Yeah, I could be. I could be uh, reminded. <laughs> Are you asking for payment of some kind uh, for this information? Well, I, I am at the acquisitions desk. Might I remind you that the publications that support the adventuring guilds hold the reputation of adventuring guilds in their hands. It's not wise to issue bribes, although I understand the adventuring guilds have all types and your particular strategies might suit what it is you do here. Um, I need to speak with Cassius and without any games, please. Uh, very well, then. I'm afraid I can't help you much. Mm. I'll wait for the guild keeper then. Zone of truth! Oh, never mind. Soon... Soon, Helenar Clearstone, the dwarf, comes back with a tall half-orc wearing a golden robe that goes up in a great arc around his neck to form a massive collar over his head. Mm -hmm. Impressive. Here's the man I uh, I spoke to you about. And he nods at you as he enters through the side door. Ah, the, uh, the, 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 the paper. I would be happy to... Uh, Happy to join in my office. Oh, very good. <clears throat> and you walk down the back hallway. You walk past several doors. You see uh, a couple rooms you pass, like the archives and quests. And you go to an office that is labeled Cassius's office. Hmm. Oh, can I, I'm going to cast a quick perception-y look in there and see if I can. Is it open? Or is well, it it's the very room you're going into. Oh, interesting. You see two boxes in the corner with uh, various uh, stuff, papers piled inside them. The room has been repurposed for one Zoltar the Wizard, who sits down at his desk. Hmm. Apologies, I haven't had time to uh, update the, the, the decor. Um, very good. Uh, I am Dumbledwalk of Raisin Bunch, a dungeon correspondent from the Daily Quest. <clears throat> it's been a long day. Uh, do you serve refreshments here? Uh, yes, we have a, 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 a bar in tavern. Can I uh, have the groin hammer fetch you something? Yes, please. I'll have um, some second supper uh, halfling style. Very Not picky. good. Whatever grub you have on hand would be good. Uh, very good. I shall return forthwith. And he get up, gets up and leaves the room, mm. leaving you inside. Ah. So now perception checky time. Let's see. I want to see all like anything that looks out of place. It's a hint about this missing gold or anything that looks to my wizened brain as unusual. All right. Make your perception check. Um, and I guess I'm so caught up in the moment. Let me just see if I have a spell to support this too. Well, no one's here. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. First, I'll do the perception check. Oh, shit. Uh, 12. Do you rifle through anything, or is this merely with your No, eyeballs? this is a eye scanning. This is, like, quick, just like uh, uh, Kaiser, not Kaiser Sose, but, you know, the, the usual suspects kind of thing, where I'm looking all around the room trying to come up with the tale of Kaiser Sose, like, analyzing. Just You look around, and you see kind of a crystal lamp in one of the boxes, but beyond that, nothing really strikes you of note. There's some paperwork out on the uh, desk before before you and the name tag has been replaced for Zoldar the Wizen, but otherwise nothing really of note catches your eye. Okay. Um, then next, if I, if, if I, I've done this really quickly, if I have enough time, um, I'm going to cast detect magic in the room. Uh, verbal somatic. Okay. 
to miss a detail would be tragic. I shall now cast Detect Magic. I come from the, the yeah. Nash you you go to the Nash uh, University. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I did. I didn't prep any magical words ahead of time. Maybe for next week, I will, I will have some. Trade out the solar mines. Yeah, that's wrong with that. Uh, so for the duration, I would sense the presence of magic within thirty feet. And if I sense magic, I can use my action to see a faint aura around an invisible creature object. You do see some or sense some magic coming from the lower box of the two boxes stacked in the corner. Okay. Really quickly, going to go take a peek. Okay. Do you want to do a sleight of hand then? Yeah, let's sleight of hand it. Mm, I have, oh, no, sorry. Uh, 26. 26. You give you give a lift to the top box and kind of reveal the crate underneath, and your eyes quickly kind of look down to an item uh, deep below. You recognize it from your time at adventuring as a warlock's tome. A warlock's tome. Okay, uh, let me see what else I got here. Uh, shit. Identif- I have an identify spell as well, but the casting time is a minute. I don't And you hear the large is six eight half orc heading down the hall again. Yeah, I'm going to just jump back in the chair, <clears throat> and and wait patiently. Put put the put the lid back. He enters around the corner. He's sporting a tray with him. He has a kettle, uh, two cups for tea, and a bread with some knife and butter. Sorry, a kettle, bread, and two cups for tea. Yes. <clears throat> Um, I, I, I don't mean to be a pain, but um, there's no spread on this bread. Uh, do you have any marmalade? Well, I brought the butter. I, I brought the butter. It's uh, right here. I mean, butter is expected, but really, no marmalade or even gravy? <laughs> I'd, I'd take gravy. Make a perception uh, persuasion. And you can use any bardic business you choose. Oh, I have inspiration dice, right? Does that, Can I just tack them on? Uh, sorry, first time playing Bard. I'm at level nine. <laughs> um, uh, we're, uh, Other than yourself. So it's you a can't bonus action. So that can hear you gains an inspiration die. Oh, you can't do it other than you. So that doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'll just do a vanilla roll. That's fine. Um, persuasion. Not the best persuader. Oh. Eleven. No, I think the butter would do. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you. Uh, I sort of sigh. I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed about the, the bread situation. It's just going to be buttery bread. Um. Uh, so, uh, your name again, please? I am uh, Zoldar the Wizard. I am from the Numelari uh, Guild Academy. Uh, Numenari. <clears throat> and and your role here at the guild? What are you currently? What's currently your position and class, please? Uh, for the time, I have taken over as guild master here uh, while Cassius is absent. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. Um, I was looking at items. Like, I get really distracted when I'm, I'm trying to look through options, so just so that everyone's aware of what I'm doing. Um, all right. <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> as I said, I'm Dumbledore of Ra- Raisin Bunch of the Daily Quest publication. 
and I've been assigned to write a story on um, a few of your guild members. Um, Co Spirios, uh, known as One Shot, uh, the priest and businessman, um, Crendal Splendorbelt, <clears throat> and the paladin Evelyn Grinkeeper. Ah, yes, uh, three of our new silvers in town. Yes, of course, the darkest elvers. Yes, um, <clears throat> I, I hold. I, there's a most peculiar story at the heart of this. Uh, I've been told that these adventurers have been barred from taking on any new quests, and I wish to speak with Cassius about the guild's decision as I met them, and they seem like young and bright up-and-coming <clears throat> adventurers. Yes, well, they have, uh, they have, uh, circumvented the, uh, the, um, uh, the official uh, channels to perform their, um, uh, deeds, which have climaxed in the attack at the Bronze Ball. Attack at the Bronze Ball. And what sort of attack was it? Beholding? Monsters uh, from... It led to our current uh, position, uh, barring off the the, uh, governor's square. Uh, The monsters uh, rose up from the underdark and attacked the supporters and denizens. So you're saying that it was their actions that caused this um, zone of underdark to appear? Yes, very much so. And, and how did they do that? The attack at the ball? Or what was involved? Was it um, astral explosion of some kind? Arcane misfire? What occurred? A portal from another dimension? Uh, Ko's wife was uh, under the influence of the uh, Kalizar below ground. Uh, they are freeing of him before our greatest benefactor knight uh, did um, yeah, cause the attack. They're freeing of them. And and so, why isn't Cassius here to answer these questions for me? Uh, Cassius is uh, being uh, uh, interviewed for his actions involving the uh, uh, event. What actions? He uh, coerced the Delvers to perform the exorcism the night before the Bronze Ball. An exorcism of what? A possess- this possessed wife you're speaking of. Yes, wife. Uh, yes. The, the, What's her the, name? The, uh, Nathila. Nathila. And she was possessed by uh, a wizard of some kind, a warlock? Uh, I, I do not know the Kalizar's uh, classification, but he is uh, evil uh, emperor of darkness underneath the city. So, uh, as an official dungeon correspondent of the Daily Quest... I, I must formally request to speak with Cassius on the matter for the tales that we tell the public. I am going to roll a deception. <laughs> I got a nine. What did you oh, get on your we're, insight? We're, we're contesting. Sorry. Uh, insight... Uh, insight. 22. All right, then I will speak the, the clear lie to you. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he is being, uh, evaluated professionally for his actions and whether he should maintain his job here as, uh, a guildmaster or be demoted. And is he being held in, in a brig or prison at the moment? Is this why I can't speak to him at his home? He 
He's, uh... Under magical entrapment of some kind? I must say the reputation of the guild is on the line. We are the formal public-facing storytellers of the guilds. It is most unusual to be so circumlocutous with a dungeon correspondent. Hey, you understand our, the importance of uh, Etimer's condition for the uh, kingdom, yes? Mm-hmm. A large, uh, large amount of quests XP, uh, its experience, uh, has been made available uh, here in Etimer, and we are uh, happy to have the influx of coin and uh, uh, advancements uh, towards our goals. Let's get something clear between us, because I have a feeling that you're not being completely straight with me. After all, I'm a member of the press, and you wish to keep certain information under control. I am not a city guard or an investigator here to expose villainy. I am a dungeon correspondent. I'm here to tell tales of what has transpired. In order to be able to tell those tales, I do need to know what exactly has happened. Um, and to do so, I have to speak with Cassius. Uh, that does not mean what I hear will make it to print. This is a bit of a, a quasi-lie. This is one of those half-lies, right, that a journalist might say, you know, where I'm going to say it's not going to make it to print, but I'm going to put something in there. Okay. So, um, Would you like I'm to do to a deception? Build trust in that this, you know, and I'm trying to find a way, perhaps... To do it without compromising my own morals. It's a dirty industry after all. Um, I'll do a deception. So uh, 18 plus my mod is 24. 18 plus I got a 1. Uh-oh. <laughs> let's say with this one, then, I would further embellish it with a bit of my backstory. Like, I've been doing this for, for a long time, kid, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you have been around, yes. Uh, perhaps I knew your party. Mm-hmm. And my work is out there in all the publications. Are you aware of any publications in which I undermine the guild? I think I speak quite favorably and focus on the heroes, not the business underlying the backside of the guild. Yes, very, very true. The, uh, the, the um, I, I have, I'm sure I have heard your name before. Uh, very prestigious. Hmm. Yes, so, um, simply put, I do need to speak with Cassius, but then perhaps after, you and I can discuss what would be fit to print. Ah, I see. Well, it has all been quite stressful recently. I would be happy to, uh, I'd be happy to unload my chest, as they say. Hmm, unload it on me. But I'm well, small, not too much. Uh, well, yes, of course. Uh, well, it's uh, a yes. joke, I'm sorry. It's uh, from wartime. The situation is uh, complicated, for you see, uh, Cassius was uh, attempting to uh, defeat the evil in uh, post-haste, in most speed. Mm. And uh, the Delvers, his primary employee in this uh, activity of defeating the Kalazar, would uh, undermine our activities to make all the money in the underground. Hmm. Okay, so if I got this right, this this Kalazar. Sorry, if you could just recap it, I just um, I, sure. Yeah. Uh, so w what I'm what I'm learning from this is that um, 
and he's speaking I'm taking they speaking truthfully as best as I can tell um, that that uh, the Kalazar having the Kalazar out of the way helps them keep the XP train going essentially and keeps the business flowing is that right basically that by uh, the Delvers desperately want to destroy the Kalazar and mm. as long as he's around the gold keeps flowing right so solving the problem is against the capitalistic nature of experience points. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, you know, the profitable uh, nature of experience points. <clears throat> ah, I see. And thus Cassius knows information to undermine all of this as effectively. Well, Cassius main... Uh, uh, Cassius is not driven by the money. He is... Uh, He's an actual he, good person. He is a complicated being. Uh, from... Doesn't understand the harshness of the reality that we're in. That it is a business. Yes, he he likes to keep the city safe and happy, which does not mean the city is profitable all the time. And what about these darkest elves of yours? Have you decided if they're um, playing by the rules, or are they playing on their own terms? Uh, they are uh, compromised, uh, particularly the one shot. He has a personal investment in defeating this uh, Kalazar, and he would likely proceed directly to a uh, quest completion, if you know my mean. Have you considered, <clears throat> for a moment, um, handing uh, a bit of theatrics, handing them a victory, of which I could document in correspondence, but yet keep things as they are, if you catch my meaning? Uh, what is in mind? Well, uh, now this isn't this isn't my field of expertise, but I've covered quite a few stories. The people like a good win. When you write a good tale of a victory, it brings support from the townsfolk and allows the guild to operate and brings in new adventurers for the sharing of experience points and profits and treasure. If you starve everyone of a happy ending, they will revolt eventually. I'm here as a, as a I'm a first shot across the bow. There are many young journalists out there, also who wish to expose the truth for the sake of exposing truth because it is good, and don't realize, after decades of war, and reality, that there will always be an evil to vanquish, and that what we do here is not justice. It is the telling of legends. So you, sir, are in need of a legend. Persuasion. Sixteen plus my persuasion of eight is twenty-four. Ah, with my nine, I am most persuaded. I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, I see your meaning. Uh, we have uh, we have the adventurers go down. They come up with the money, but we do not uh, show the victories that we have. And you would like to advertise our town more by showing heroics available, the fame yeah. available. Yes, um, you give them a victory. You make everyone believe that was the condition for victory and things are saved. But a new evil emerges, an expansion pack, if you will. Ah, very good. Uh, a reason to continue and to stop all this needless inquiry that people such as myself will come with. I am simply a journalist. There are lawyers and magistrates and city folk 
Eventually, one of them will wish to rise up and make a name for themselves by exposing your lie. And I already know of it. And I'm one too many. Uh, so yes. It, hmm. Uh, well, uh, a win. That would be useful as we can put them to the dungeon the C4. Now, can I ask you, um, are you the mastermind behind this or do you work for someone in your charge? Uh, I represent the Guild Academy. Hmm. Well, very good then. I don't mean to pry. I just want to wish to know if there's someone I should speak to about my story beyond you. Meaning no offense, sir. Of course. Uh, no, I, I believe I am a highest year. Hmm. Very good. Um, so, any change of heart in letting me perhaps conversate with Cassius off the record? You may keep my equipment here. Eh, off the record, as we have, uh, have grown rapport, uh, never a report, yes? Hmm, yes. Cassius is, uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. By demonology of some kind? Or? Oh, yes. Very, very that much the same. Hmm. Uh, mm. Allow me to think on this for a bit. Uh, if you will. I would very much like to speak with Cassius, but I see your retic- reticence towards it. So, perhaps we should retire for the day. And uh, when you think of options that would benefit both the daily quest and my employer James Chroma whom you may Chroma Kramerson whom you might know as a figure of import and um <clears throat> perhaps allow me to persuade the darkest delvers into thinking on the right side the telling of a legend the importance of their careers getting them an agent do you not see the potential in these heroes I and we need someone to control their image and to guide them on the right path. Yeah, of course. Something and to think uh, of for later as they reach higher tiers, but you should start thinking of it now if you're going to keep them alive. Yeah, they are troublesome. Uh, perhaps uh, two birds, one stone here. And he, hmm. he rifles through the paperwork at his desk. I, I have here a license for uh, Dungeon C4. It should be perfect for the Delvers to... Make name or uh, end their name, as it were. Dungeon C4. Very good. And if you would, perhaps you could, I could chaperone them for you. Uh, This would be most excellent to tell of their exploits, their uh, Mm. activities, as it is known. We have not investigated them in the field directly, and I would very much like to see a report. I have a few conditions. One, yeah. that you cover my expenses while I'm on the story. And those things that the daily quest would not, such as more difficult to obtain crystals and gear for my cameras and things for photographicals. And two, and I point to the bread, marmalade. Uh, of course. Uh, happy to the marmalade now? Now, please. Uh, very well. And he gets up hands you the the license for Dungeon C4 and heads out the door. All right. While he's out, I'm going to throw on my gloves of thievery as quickly as humanly possible. It's like shush, shush, right on my hand. I, I spring into mode. I'm going to go into the box, take the warlock's to- uh, tome, and thieve it. 
<laughs> I, I right. don't know that I need the gloves, but <laughs> I'm going to take that book, that magical item, I'm going to put it in my sack uh, under the camera. The idea being that the camera is also a magical item uh, so that any detection magic should get hopefully blended in together with the camera and the tome. I see what you mean. Let's make that sleight of hand roll. Big, big money. Not low. Oh, no. 15. 5 plus 10. 15. I was just checking the item here, but it's a plus 5. Okay, so 15. So you made Oh, 20. You know, Sorry, I get... Tw- well, plus 5 bonus to dexterity. Actually, it's 20 with the additional gloves of thievery. It's 20. Excellent. I didn't so add you, five. So you so you swiftly push aside the box, remove without displacing all the items, the warlock's tome, and deposit it into your own bag. Mm-hmm. And then I sit back down, take the gloves off, put them back in my pockets. Good job taking the gloves off. He comes back in with your with your uh, was it marmalade you were looking for? Marmalade, yeah. And it it comes in a little cup and it's got one of those sort of flat, smaller knives alongside places like by. I make a show of being an unassuming halfling. Like I grab it from his hand, I start eating the bread, and I make sure to get bread in my beard. I make sure to sell an image of being an old man. I'm an old halfling, right? So not thinking thievery unless you're you're really suspicious about halflings and their nimbleness and all that kind of stuff. So okay. I'm, I'm sort of selling this idea of a doting war veteran, war correspondent, dungeon, you know, just Great marmalade. Fuck. Oops, sorry. Oopsies. I'm keeping that one, Scott. No, I'm keeping that one. That was good. That's not going anywhere. I'm sorry. I just gave Scott work to do. That's great. No, no, you're fine. Um... Well, I'm embarrassed. 13. (laughs) He shouldn't be. It's funny. He doesn't, uh, he, he watches you eat with a little bit of uh, tender disgust. Hmm. I like that it's tender. It makes, it makes the, it softens the disgust. It's, it's more like, you know, watching a dog really have out a meal and you're like, that's the same meal you eat every day, but good on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, perhaps we should be careful about meeting again. Yes. We don't want to be seen together too much. Uh, this is excellent plan. I will arrange the uh, Delvers to be, well, uh, to be uh, freed of their burden, their groundage, and uh, available tomorrow for your quest. Allow me to suggest that if you wish to meet up to speak, um, send me a message by parchment, not social parchment, to my room, and I'll write down on a little parchment the room that I'm staying at in town. And put um, your stamp on it. Uh, not a, your stamp. A stamp of a, um, let's say, raven. Yes? Yeah, very good, a raven. A secretive mm. bird. Hmm. And then we can meet in the alley in the back. There's a there's a quiet place that no one dwells in. And we can speak back there in the future. Let uh, someone find out of our, about our collusion, yes? Your collusion? Well, the perception <laughs> on it is quite bad. It's an ugly word, but it's what it is. I I find you uh, confident. Hmm. I've been doing this a long time. And trust me when I say that really it's just about creating legends and we're doing a good thing here. Uh, good. I, I do not mind uh, letting the Delvers have the sun. 
but uh, we shall continue to avoid to let them uh, seal the the riches available for all. Very good. Um, Have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for the marmalade. It was splendid. And then I'll look like a happy... uh, Oh, almost time for third dinner or dessert. What shall I have as I walk out the door? You find yourself out in the guild entryway, then. Hmm. Um, well, I'm just carrying my belongings, and uh, I'm just going to make my way out. My business here is done. No point in dwelling. I've been to tons of guilds. No big deal. I go to check out uh, see Allspice. And I look at Allspice, and I say, um, Please take me back to my to my uh, room now. Thank You've been splendid, Mr. Allspice. You've been most kind. Would you desire my services tomorrow? Um, yes. I, I think we will do a round a second time in order to deliver this license. Oh, I'm not going to say that to him. Well, yeah, in order to, to deliver this license to the people I've been speaking with. So, yes, yes, please, tomorrow. Same arrangement. A gold piece for the day. Very we shouldn't good. need you all day, but still, uh, we'll make that arrangement. All right. Well, then we find ourselves on the eve of entering the dungeon C4, which is where we'll end for today, as Bo Schwartz will be joining us next time as the dungeon correspondent to report on the Delver's activities in that very dungeon C4, which has claimed six adventurer lives so far. Oh, geez. No pressure, guys. Sweet. I got you guys a license. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Well done. We don't even know it yet. Uh, okay, we also cool. A lot we didn't know. No, this is we great. We're gonna we're gonna but go we we're gonna go somewhere scary, and Bo's gonna be there with us, and you're gonna be here next week to listen to us do it. So please do, dear listeners. A reminder before we go that if you'd like to support this show, it's super simple. Go become a Dungeons Plus member at ThereWillBeDungeons.com. It's super to do, or super, super easy to do. It's kind of super as well. And it means you'll be helping your favorite Dungeons & Dragons podcast. So please, head on over there and check out the rewards. You'll find something you're going to like. That's ThereWillBeDungeons.com. Everything else is there as well. So if you're looking to contact us or whatever, it's all there. That's going to do it for us. For me, for John, for Kristen, for Kyle, and for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.